brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me, as always, Sergeant McCluskey. How's it going, man? What's going on, people? So we're doing a weird, weird episode, right? So we're doing well, it's this. Not weird. We're doing this live, it's but for weird. us, uh, it'll be live. Uh, it'll be on YouTube. So um, because my computer situation is my computer's in the shop. Yeah, my computer's in the shop. <laughs> so we're doing it locally, right? Because the computer that I'm using cannot do it over the internet. So that's that's the reason that you're missing it right now, and you're watching it later on YouTube. Yeah. So, um, don't forget while you're watching this on YouTube, go check out the other videos. Please share, like, and subscribe. Uh, follow both of us on Twitter. Our Twitter handles are right below our, our faces right here. You can see Sarge at Sergeant McCluskey, and you can see me at Thirty and Still Gaming. Uh, and don't forget, I go live on Twitch Thursday, Friday, Saturday from like ten thirty uh, to two a.m. Uh, that's twitch.tv slash 30 and still gaming. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, it's been two weeks. I've had a shit ton of stuff happen to me uh, computer wise, but let's let's discuss you first. What have you been doing for the last two weeks? Well, I downloaded I finally downloaded the NES emulator to my phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Did you say you downloaded an NES sim, uh, emulator emulator to my phone? Yeah. Why? Why, why would you do that? Because I got tired of playing all these little shit-ass games on the phone that always are like the, the pay money to play if you want to get ahead, like those kind of games. It's right. all it ever is. Right. So I want to play like an actual game when I was hang hanging out at the doctor's office. I was just like, let me play an actual game. So I found an emulator that actually works on my is Android. Is this the same emulator that was like, or you have an Android phone? Yeah, I have an Android so phone. So is this the same emulator that was like on Sega Dreamcast, like way back when, and what, um, basically I, bankrupt I, them? I think the only, <laughs> I think the only one, I only found the one, and it only has only like four or five games, but they're, they're decent games. So uh, the wait, ones wait, that don't, I, I don't, found, don't, don't tell, don't say them. Let me see if I can guess. Okay, you're um, not gonna get them. You're what, not gonna get what them. What system? Just tell me what system. NES. Oh, NES. Eight bit. All right. Eight bit. Eight NES. bit. So you have the original Mario. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 What kind of emulator is this? It's it's NES. I know. <laughs> I only have four. It only has like four or five games. That's all it had. So um, I, I, it's for the phone, not for the computer. So it's got Legend of Zelda. I was gonna say Zelda next. I it's couldn't got, believe it had. It's got Metroid. Had... Okay. It has um, Galaga. Wow. Uh, it has um, Defender of the Crown. And Joust. And uh, what was the other one? It Tetris. has. Let me see. Let me see. So I would have gotten three of them. I was going to say Mario, Metroid, and Link. Or Zelda, sorry. Oh, oh, Mule. Um, ah, the, Mule. Well, that's Mule. a good one. Yeah. I don't know if anybody else has played so Mule. The, I, mean, I, I want to play an updated version of Mule. They should have a Mule game. At this point, it's 2016. I should be able to play Mule with anyone across the planet. We should be in a room when we play Mule. <laughs> I mean, is that is that even? I mean, we don't have that yet. I'm pretty sure that I, game I, should be. Half the people that are half the people probably don't even know what the hell Mule is. The people who the people who are in age bracket know what the fuck. Oh yeah, Mule is. absolutely. Yeah, they know Mule. So are they good? I mean, is it exactly like full it's, fledged it's, game? It's the it's like you're playing the Ape Nintendo on your phone. Wow. Yeah. Fully colored everything. It's exact game. Wow. Exact game. 
And and the and the Legend of Zelda even slows down in the same spots when there's too many guys on the screen. And it goes. <laughs> then you have to kill a guy, and then everything opens up again. Yeah. So same exact thing. Music and everything. Exact. Exact. All right. Exact. Just want to make sure it's the exact. Exact. It's exact. Okay. Exact. Exact. So that's what you've been playing. You've been playing the emulator. <clears throat> I've been playing the emulator. Yeah, I, I've been playing the emulator. I, I'm down. I've been. I, well, I've been busy working because Valentine's Day is kind of busy around here. So I'm downloading the um, Division. Uh, Clan, time yeah, Clancy's I'm, I'm going to be playing. When people are watching this, I've already played it. But I will be playing it tonight, which is yeah, when so. we're recording Thursday. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Yeah. Everything's the same. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Nintendo's going to pull down our video off of off yeah. of. Uh, I don't care. Off YouTube. I don't care. It's blurred out. It's good. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> it's blurred. That's that's not Zelda you're hearing. My voice is covering up the the music. That's Otherwise, Nintendo yeah, will pull it Zelda. and monetize my don't video. Bite me. Nintendo, bite me, Nintendo. Okay. Uh, how about making a game besides the five games you already know? How about that? We're going to come out with a new system, <laughs> and we're going to have Mario, it's Metroid, bullshit. Zelda, and Star Fox. As far, oh, as, far as I'm, con- as far as I'm concerned, Nintendo's on 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 the. On the I uh, think I think Mar uh, I think Mario. intensive care unit right now. I, yeah, I always call it Mar- Martendo because it's always Mar- Mario, right? You know, it's Mario Tendo. I mean, just, just so I think their sense. way that they're going, not that we're going into the news already, but I think the way they're going is they're going straight up mobile. I know they're coming out with a new system supposedly next year uh, or this year. Sorry, so, this year. So do you think that they can't handle? They can't come out with a. They no, can't come out with hardware no, and games that can compete with the games here, that we have. Here's the thing. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Right, Nintendo's like, you know what? We have a huge their their DS is much bigger than their actual like Wii sales, right? The three DS is like huge. It's a huge market. Okay. Yeah, because little children play no, 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 yeah, right. parents want to punch their children in the car. Right. No, but so they have to have something to do. <laughs> so this is this is what I think they're doing. Okay. Because they don't really make money off of the systems. They've never no company really makes money off systems, right? Okay. So they decided why not just make the software Okay, we're doing like a Microsoft thing. Why don't we just make the software and let other people make the hardware? So the iPhones, the Androids, they're all out there, right? There's millions and millions of fucking cell phone everybody users. In the, everybody on the planet has a cell phone. Right, right. So now right. they're like, hey, why don't we just make games for those and then we don't actually have to sell any hardware. Anything. Right. I don't have to make anything. Right. I don't so have then to... now here they go, right? Because now they have all the new kids, right? And then they have the old nostalgic people that are like, hey, like just for instance, you have an emulator on your phone. You're playing Zelda. You're playing. You're playing all the old games, right? So like, hey, let's make Mario again, but let's make it back, back in the day. So that way we get the old, the the moms and dads that were fans of Nintendo. They'll download it just to see how it is, right? And then their kids will play it. And I think that's the way they're going. And then of course, right for the new generation, the new console that's supposed to come out, the NX. Okay, I think that's supposed to be like the hardcore gaming console, but we'll see. Supposedly, hopefully, they don't have puppets uh, announcing it this year at E3. So that that was the saddest. saddest So that's the saddest thing of as far I'm telling you. Ever Nintendo is on is in intensive care, and they're on a breathing breathing apparatus. When I watched that, when I watched that, I was literally like, I'm out, I'm out. I'm out. I want nothing. Like I want nothing to do. That is the system they love. I love them. I used to love them. Now I want nothing to do with them. I want to avoid them, like they're 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 zombies from Walking Dead. I mean, how can you have so many characters, so many characters for your system, and make no games? No games. 
Well, they make games. Mario Kart 8, Mario Kart 9, Mario Kart 10, it's it, it's Mario it's, Party, it's again, Mario Tennis. And again, and again. <laughs> Final Fantasy. You know, it's like, it's the same same shit. Holy same shit. Same shit, re-wrapped in a new console. With not really that good of graphics. The graphics are not that good. You know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. You know what I'm saying? I, don't I really don't know what happened to them. The the game, the, the company that literally has saved video games from the, from destruction... Okay, is it's now is now themselves on the chopping block. Yep. It's like yep. I don't I don't, I don't know. What, I, well, I'm hoping, they say I'm they, history repeats itself, right? I'm hoping they come back. Yeah, but currently there's no Nintendo to save gaming right now. If gaming goes in that direction again, there's nobody out there right now that's going to do it because everybody thinks the same. All these game companies are doing the same exact marketing. Right. So if it gets too hit, hideously evil about how they're how they're trying to market and how they're trying to squeeze money out of people and people are just going to be like, screw it, I'm out. Right. There's nobody, there's no one to save it because if Nintendo saves it this time, Nintendo will save it just by putting games on mobile units. That's how we're going to save video game. <laughs> it's like, I don't All right. So what else have you been playing? Uh, well, the emulator, Zelda, Metroid, I played that. I'm downloading... Uh, but you haven't played it yet. yet. You haven't, played, played, haven't played it that yet. Right. Um, as far as oh, uh, Warframe... Okay, how are you liking uh, Rocket Rocket League? And um, what was the other game I downloaded and I played? Oh, I think it was the Plants vs. Zombies game, I think it was, like a little demo of it. The, Did the, you the, play Rocket League yet? I played a little bit of it. It reminds me, it reminds me a I little bit it. of like RC Racer from like back in the in old 8-bit Nintendo days. I I've been playing it with Tez. Okay. Yeah. It's like a, I'm it's, loving it, dude. It is so addictive. It's a soccer game. It's, I know, but it's just so it's so good. It really it's so smooth. It's so competitive. Oh, oh you mean it works? Oh yeah, it don't, works. Don't, yeah. You don't have you don't have to say the word smooth. Okay. If 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 the game does what it's supposed to actually do, you just say it works. It it's a it, it's a fun game. So the other day, I missed my my Twitch anniversary. Right? February 9th is when I started streaming. Okay. And Well, happy anniversary. Thank you. So in in Rocket League. Right, it so happened that I put a birthday cake on my car, right, and I had a, one candle, and I had my Twitch flag that you have as a as an emblem on the back. So my car was decked out as celebrating my one year anniversary. You know, five days late, but you know, I got in the game. I lost. I, I started playing a season. Uh, I lost my very first game by like one freaking one freaking goal. Okay, you playing against the computer? Or are you playing, playing against the computer just to get my feet wet because I have no idea what the hell was going on, right? Uh, and then I've I've won every game. I'm 15 and one. I'm I'm winning the division or winning it overall uh, before I get to the playoffs. There's 27 games in the in the season. I'm I'm about halfway through. Uh, but anyway, I started playing with Tez online, and it was us two versus the computer. And man, is it fun! I mean, we played it on rookie, and we were destroying them, destroying the the, the NPCs. We started playing on pro. You couldn't tell the difference if we were playing against actual people on the other 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 side. Yeah, but the, is the is the AI like it's just smart. ridiculously godlike? Like no. the cars are teleporting and, and shit. No, or is no, it, you or can beat them. Like there's there's games that um, the first night we played on pro, we couldn't win a game. Like, I think we won one out of like six. Okay, so and, it's got a, so it's got a steep learning curve. And then then yesterday we played, and I think we won like. I think we played like seven games. We won I think six or five of the of the seven. Uh, sometimes the computer's just on their game, man, the way they pass it and stuff like that. Uh, and they all of a sudden the ball comes in the air and you're like, oh, I see it happening. And you can't get back in time and the car just flips and hits it into your goal. Most goals are scored by someone trying to stop the ball from going into their own goal, uh, if that hmm. makes sense. And they okay. can't get around the ball 
fast enough and they bump it and it, it gets scored into the goal. Um, loving Rocket League though. Um, I'm addicted to that stuff. Uh, and I've been playing uh, Warframe. I just got my arch wings done and tonight my Rhino Warframe after waiting three days for custom like making it in the foundry okay is being made tonight so around midnight it should be done so I get my second Warframe um, which is cool now real quick I was on board with Warframe I love Warframe it's a, it, I'm gonna be honest with you I like Warframe a lot but to me all Warframe is right now is a is a placement holder for me yeah like I've been I, like in the beginning of the year I I, I always kind of drop off after the holidays because I'm kind of burnt out and then I go into like I haven't been playing I haven't been right. on in a while in a like coma. I've been playing single yeah. player games you go into hibernation yeah I I, I kind of take a it's little break time and then like when 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 games start coming out again like they're starting to pop out now like X-Man uh XCOM excuse me XCOM 2 and a couple of these other mobile games come out and so like I start getting back into it right but like I go on this like little hiatus it's 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 hard to get back into a game, you right. know, as, as you, that you really want to play like every day, like right. every day. Well, it's hard. the other night we're playing Warframe and I made weapons. I had a couple weapons, right? I've, I've upgraded a couple weapons. Uh, I had eight in my inventory. My ninth weapon that I created in my, in my foundry was done. I went to collect it and it said, I'm sorry, you cannot take this weapon because your inventory is full. And I went, what? So, I went to my inventory, and I saw that I only had eight slots. So, I had to sell a weapon to make room. Uh So, now it's basically like the tower and the vault. Okay, but the difference between that and the vault is I only have eight spots for my weapons. In the vault, I have 72 or 36 or whatever the hell it was in the very beginning. And then to unlock more spaces, I had to pay real money to unlock spaces. And I went, wait a minute. I was like, is there any other way that I can get spots without paying real money. And the only way you can do this is going back in, going to the Vesper, or uh, um, the, I think it's called the uh, the Vesper Relay, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you have to farm actual, like, main parts, I believe. I, I'm butchering this. In the comment section below, please fill it out what they're actually called. I know I'm butchering it. But you get these parts... And then you go into the social aspect of the game and go, hey, I have this part for sale asking this much platinum for it, okay? Hmm. And then you can get real money, and then people can give you platinum, and then you have platinum, and then you can unlock other things. So, yes, you can get platinum in the game without spending real money, okay? Mm -hmm. But that's when I went, okay, Warframe, I was on board with you, man. I was all on board. I was like, this is great. I can unlock everything, but really eight spots for my weapons. So I leveled up weapons to level 30. If I didn't really, like I had fun playing with it, but I'm going to get rid of it just so I can make another one for my new Warframe or whatever and keep my set skill weapons. You only can have two Warframes unless you pay more money. Uh, You can only have eight weapons, primary weapons. So I was a little, little mad about that, but... I still love the game. It's Space Ninjas, dude. Some of the abilities that I have, and now I have my Arch Wings, where you fly in space, and you, like, fight in space. It's fucking badass. Okay? So, it, The game has cool. a, lot of, a lot of good perks to it. It yeah. does. It is fun, but you're right. It is like a placeholder, right? Why Why did it disappear? I just want to know why, why it, like, fell off. It didn't, what, didn't have enough advertisement. It just kind of fell off the it face has, of the earth. No, it has it its fan there. base. It has its fan base. It came out two years before Destiny. Okay? 
Right. Okay. So, but Destiny came out and basically wiped off the map. But people that like Warframe, like, love Warframe. They're like, fuck Destiny. You know what I mean? I <clears throat> understand. You really can't compare the two, even though when I first started playing, I was like, oh, this is just like Destiny. Oh, there's a tower. Oh, there's a Vesper Relay. Oh, there's this. There's a... That was that was me looking at it as just a judging a book by its cover. Okay. Right. They're completely not the same. First, Destiny is much smoother. Okay. Gunplay. It's probably Destiny's probably the best gun mechanics in any game I've ever played. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Warframe is more stealthy. You can play stealthy if you're by yourself. Okay. And if you don't want to play stealthy, it's the gung ho. Uh, Tez said it the best. He he goes, I feel like I'm Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe, right? You're just flying through the air and you're just slicing people up. It's, like, gruesome. It's fun. You're, like, fly through the air real fast if you want to. There's really cool combos they've added. Uh, it's a lot of uh, melee combo, you know, combos. So Destiny doesn't really have melee besides the knife in the head or the push with the, with the you know, with the storm caller or anything like that. So mm-hmm. you really can't mm-hmm. compare the two, especially with the guns, um, the guns and the abilities in Warframe are way, way more beyond what Destiny is doing. Okay, besides all the, the special abilities and stuff. If you have four special abilities per character, per Warframe. There's 25, 27 different Warframes. There's there's three characters in Destiny and with three subclasses each. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of... There's a lot keep of, you busy. It's, it just keep you, it's, right. it's going to keep you busy They're for both, sure. People are like, wow. People that love Destiny are like, wow, Warframe is a grind. Well... So is Destiny. I don't know if you know this. Underneath mm-hmm. the camouflage they've done where you're running the strikes to get this one weapon RNG drop and you just keep doing it. The only difference is you can actually farm stuff in Warframe knowing that, hey, this guy drops this thing. Uh, it's a small percentage chance. You know what I mean? So right. that and you can play four players, right? And there's space stuff and there's a bunch of things. So hopefully, hopefully uh, – Bungie looks at Warframe a little bit and says, hey, I kind of like what they have there going on there. You know, they walk around the ship. You got a little space battle going on. You have, a, you can jump in any time with your friends because you really can't jump in any time with your friends on, right. on on Destiny, even though they said and showed us that you could in the very beginning. So, But Warframe is a good game. But I, I don't compare the two. They Yes, they're both third – well, one's third person, one's first person. Um One's a ninja space game. Other one's uh, a guardian with light abilities. So you know they're they're similar, similar, but you can't compare the two. So they're they're Warframe is a really fun game. Um, another game. Two weeks ago, I was talking to you and I said, I don't know what it is. I want to play this Euro Trucker game. Okay. All oh, right. You told me you got addicted to that one now I, too. Huh? I took the plunge, man. Okay. I I'm in. I'm making a YouTube. Uh, check it out. I have to reset because my computer blew up. Okay, so I have to reset and start over. Uh, so the, the the videos that you guys watched on YouTube of Euro Truck episode one is going to get rebooted and have a new episode one, um, and then it's going to go on from there. Uh, mm. I okay, people look and they go, sounds like a lot of work. Games in general are work, right? I mean, you spend well, it's time... it's work. It's work if you think it's work. Otherwise, right. it's supposed to be entertainment. Look, so the the people the people that. Do I think it's entertaining to watch someone play Euro Truck Simulator? Somewhat. It all depends I, I, on who's playing. Yeah. Who's yeah, playing, right? Right. Otherwise, yeah, you're just watching a guy drive a car on the road. You really can't go off-road and, like, do Grand Theft Auto style, like, driving the bushes and stuff. You have to literally stay on the road, okay? But there's a lot of strategy involved in this, okay? If you're playing 
simulator, okay? I'm not just a truck driver. I'm driving 90 miles an hour in a 30. Don't care if I pay the fines or run red lights. Yeah, when you when you just do like smoking in the bandit, yeah, right? can't you, you can just... if you want. You're gonna pay a lot of money, okay, for fines and stuff like that. When I play a simulator, okay, I pretend yeah. I'm I'm role playing. Right, I'm a truck driver. Okay, I gotta pick up my cargo. I gotta take it from point A to point B, and in between point A and point B, I have no idea where the roads are going. Okay, as far as I see it on the map, but when I get there, I don't know if it's a tight turn or narrow or dirt road or whatever, okay? And I have hills to climb and different things, and I might have a 20-ton cargo thing, and then I'm going up a fucking 90-degree hill, okay, with a with a 400-horsepower uh, engine. There's no way in hell I'm going to make it up that mm-hmm. hill, so I have to find a different route to go around but oh, to get on. there. Really, your truck can't make it up the well, hill? No, I'm just saying. That sometimes you can't make a certain area, so you have to go around the long way, okay? to get there in time before the package is supposed to be delivered, okay? So you're 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 breaking the law trying to get past the speed but keep a speed and you're trying to not wreck your car because you have to you have to pay for it. You have to watch your gas, you have to watch your guy, he gets tired. You, you only can drive a certain amount take, of distance. You just do cocaine or take up what do you call it? The speed pills yeah. from the gas station. You just so, keep driving. I have to say though, when I play Euro Truck Simulator, okay? I I played it oh, 2 weeks ago, my computer died. Right. So before my computer died, when I streamed it for three days, okay, I was number one in the Euro Truck Simulator 2 board. I had about 20 to 30 people watching me play this game. Apparently, it's a chat interactive. They loved it. I was like, this is great. All right. And it's fun. It really is a fun game if you like simulator type games. Yeah, but you're a truck driver. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And and in Destiny, I'm a guardian. Right. So what's what's the difference? I don't know. Right? You guys are saving the world. I'm saving apples in a in a cargo c- container and I got to get them to their 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 place. Right? So, it's a fun game. If if you like simulator games, go check out anyone that's playing Euro Truck Simulator or American Truck Simulator. Okay? That's the new one that's out. Okay? My goal in Euro Truck Simulator is to drive 100% of Europe. Okay? Every single road, every nook and cranny, get and, and, and what are you discovered. delivering? I, that you, you can drive a whole, bunch, a whole bunch of stuff. So as you unlock, you go up levels, right? right? As you go up levels, you unlock certain things. So like you get fragile, uh, you can take explosives or gas. Can you drive like, you drive like nitroglycerin and drive your truck into yes. a bridge? Right. But you can't, I don't know if you can blow up. I don't think you can. Okay. You can tip over and, and wreck your, your cargo. Okay. Um, you, you can be a freelance driver. And when you're a freelance driver, you don't have to worry about point A to point B, right? You just oh. start in the truck and drive from point A to point B. When you have your own truck, okay, you have to find the jobs, drive to the location that has the job before the time runs out to pick it up. And then once you pick it up, you have to worry about your gas, okay? And then you have to worry about resting. And if you rest, okay, you could rest too long because you have to stay off eight hours. And it Mm -hmm. might cut into your time. And then you only have 30 minutes to get to the location and then you'll be late getting there and then you get points deducted from you and you don't get paid as much and then you get fines because you didn't sleep or you what, what there's a whole bunch of stuff and then once the best part of the whole game is once you get your location you're like where do I have to park this bitch okay and it shows you and it might be between two car containers and you have to like squeeze it in there without trying to damage it and stuff like that you can do there's mods to get really long long trailers uh, you can take tankers you can take apples you can take live cattle you can do different things. It's 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 fun. If you like to be, if you ever like to be a trucker or anything like that, if you like to be a pilot and you play play in simulators and stuff, that's a whole other ball game. I, I watched someone yeah, I, play that. 
It took him 45 minutes just to take off. <laughs> 45 minutes to take off. Okay, because he's going through all those knobs. He's going. He's actually talking to a traffic air control. And yeah, they're calling no, no. in. I'm just like, no. man, these guys are taking this shit for real. Okay, no. but that's it. Sorry. You know, that's their thing. It's like a hobby, right? If you're like a train guy, you're a trucker guy, you're an airplane guy. I think, and this will be the end of this, but uh, I think if they take this game and converge it with the train simulator, they converge it with the construction simulator, converge it with the farm simulator, converge it with the boat simulator, converge it with the plane simulator, and all make it one big, big fucking online world of... St- of it wouldn't work. It would just be one giant no, lag of, fest. But how, be, how badass would this be, giant right? lag fest. You no. have to go pick up a cargo at the harbor. The guy who's driving the ship is actually... No bringing the cargo in the guy on the dock is actually a construction worker and he's got to grab the container from the ship and put it on the back of your truck and then you have to drive it to the location of the you know what i'm saying like it'd be cool because everyone in the world would actually be somebody that's all that's all yeah no (laughs) and then tonight i'm playing uh tonight i'm going to be playing the, the division so uh that's what i've been playing all right so from that we go into the news. Okay. Um let's start let's start with the I believe the division. Let me see what I got here. Uh What was that? Actually, we'll start with Fallout. So, let's start with Fallout. Fallout expansion plans to include several more than 3 announced so far. Now, they're coming out with uh with stuff on March, April, and May, okay. the 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 stuff that they're coming out with, if I'm not mistaken, um, let me see if it says it here. Actually, let me go back to the other other screen real fast. We'll bring up Bethesda real fast. Uh, yeah. So on their thing, the first DLC that comes out is basically you can. It, the world is being taken over by robots, okay? And you actually have to defend against the robots, and then you can customize robots and build the robots, and then you can train the robots and then have companions. You can build your own robots for companion, and they can go out into the world. Um, so that's the first expansion, right? So you can – and then give them voices and stuff like that. So it's a little bit customization and stuff like that. So let's hmm. see. Here you go. So the first one – bring this back up over here – Okay, Automatron. Okay, Fallout 4 add-ons, Automatron, Wasteland Workshop, and Far Harbor, and more. So Animatron, as you can see in the pictures here, uh, is you can unleash a horde of evil robots into the Commonwealth, including the, uh, the Robo Brain. Hunt them down and harvest their parts and build your own mod or your own custom robot companions. Choose from hundreds of mods, mixing limbs and armor and abilities and the weapons like all new Lightning Chain Gun. Sold, right there. Lightning chain gun. Okay, and and then even but customize. Really, but it's not really missions. It's it's like a it's like a it's bounty hunter, a bounty hunter type yeah. of thing. Even customize their paint schemes and choose their voices. So basically, you're making your own. Uh, um, what's his name? Uh, your robot companion, Mister Handy. Mister Handy, thank you. Hello, sir. So that's the first expansion. The second expansion is five dollars. Okay. Yeah. But... It's the wasteland. It's called the Wasteland. And in okay. this one, with the Wasteland Workshop, design and set cages to capture live creatures from raiders to deathclaws. Tame them 
or have them face off in battle. So basically, you can open up your own Michael Vick dogfighting simulator. I can see the jokes coming in already. Okay, right? So you can have your Deathclaw simulator, Michael Vick's arena. You can label it, right? Michael Vick's uh, Deathclaw simulator. Okay, uh, and basically, you can do it against fellow settlers. And the Wasteland Workshop also includes a suit of new design options for settlement, like uh, Nixie Tube Lightning litter kits. And taxidermy. Oh, that's gonna be fun. So now you can kill people and then stuff them and then put them in your in your in your in your building. <laughs> but that's only for five dollars. That's, like, that's five dollars. I, I don't I don't understand yeah. what am I paying for. You're I don't, paying for a Michael Vick simulator. I don't I know Michael I know. Vick dog fighting simulator. I just it just seems bizarre. It just seems bizarre for five dollars to be any kind of DLC. For five bucks you get this, and everyone's be like, I don't understand. I don't get that. And then the last I'm gonna, I'm gonna one put cages down that comes out in May people. of 2016 yeah. uh, is called Far Harbor, okay? And in this one, uh, it's a new case from Valentine's Detective Agency. It leads you to a search for a young woman and her secret colony of Sith, okay? Travel, mm -hmm. travel from the coast of Maine to the mysterious island of Far Harbor, where the higher levels of radiation can create more fertile, uh, feral world uh, navigate through the growing conflict between Siths and children of Adam. The local townspeople will work towards being peaceful to Far Harbor, and at what cost? Far Harbor features the largest landmass of any add-on, uh, any add-on that we've ever created. So whatever their biggest one from Fallout 3, New Vegas, whatever, this is going to be the largest one ever. Filled with well, new factions, quests, settlements, lethal creatures. I'm trying and to think. I think. I think it was in Vegas where you actually went to like Utah or something. There was a big map there. I mean, it's pretty decent size. I well, I mean, it, I'm sure it's going to be interesting. Any anything to make you stay longer in the wasteland, you know. I, but see, I I always think that Fallout can start leaning more towards what Grand Theft Auto kind of did, which is we're going to make this giant world, right? Okay. And then we're going to let you do more stuff in it, like continue on with this. Or if you picked like a Brotherhood of Steel thing, then you get to be Brotherhood of Steel. And there's Brotherhood of Steel things to do in the game after that. You know, like that kind of thing where right. it's like it's more of a mission based thing in the playground world, you know, because that's what I'm waiting for. Also for Grand Theft Auto, the same thing is like you get to do more things in the world. There's reasons to visit. The locations in the world so if you didn't visit them before there was reasons to do so now all right well this brings up a point of the dlc everyone's in kind of an uproar right because the DLC, is it really is it really an uproar it is it is a little bit Why? and i don't know i don't personally care okay so okay so tell me tell me hold who on. the up who's hold, uproaring hold, there's a lot of people on the internet the one the one that already out. bought it the, the, the people that the are ones that are thinking about buying the it. ones that were thinking about buying it or whatever anyway if you guys don't know the problem is that the DLC, the season pass, problem. when they first announced the game, they announced it and then said, that here's the season pass. Season yeah. pass is going to cost you $30. And you're going to get everything, whatever comes out in the next yeah. year. Okay. So two days ago, they announced and they go, hey, we're raising our price from $30 to $50. Mm -hmm. And that's everyone's like, whoa, whoa. What do you mean $50? Why is it going to $50? Well, and I look at this and I'm like, if you didn't buy it already for thirty, right? Okay, what are you upset about? What are you upset about? Right? Right. Well, who's in another for? So who's who's mad about paying extra money for something that you know you already bought? I think it's a little weird that they decided not even six months out since when they announced it that they're already raising the price to fifty. But here's the catch, okay? Well, I think they're doing okay, 
and obviously everyone should think this is what they're doing. They didn't sell enough season passes. Okay, they looked at it and said, people are not interested in season passes. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to announce three expansions right now. Right. Of a combined total, if you look at them all, one's $10, one's $5, one's $25. That's 40 bucks right there. Okay. And it also says, and more, right? Wasteland Workshop, Far Harbor, Automatron, and more. So they go, hmm, well, we're giving a lot more than what we, we, we said we were going to give. So let's say it's still $30 right now. You can go to the store right now and purchase it for $30. And then you don't have to complain because it's $20 less than what you would pay if you wait till March 1st. Okay. This is a great tactic by them. Okay. To get people to buy the DLC. Now, okay, but the people that listen, the people that want the DLC because they love it. the game, yeah. they already bought it. I it's done. That. It's a done deal. But that's what I'm saying, though, right? So what? The people that were on the fence thinking about, they may or may not buy it. I think just people are cheapskates. I don't know what it is. Look, if you like the game, <laughs> buy the DLC. If you don't like the game, don't buy the DLC. Or, or, or by the way, you don't have to buy it all at once. Correct. You can buy you it. You can and just pay more, wait though. until the DLC right. comes out. You, I want this one. I don't like that one. Okay, that's the way it works. If you buy you them, if you buy all them once. all, if you buy them all separate, it's going to cost you forty dollars. If you buy the season pass, it costs you thirty before March first. And if you buy them after March first, it costs you fifty dollars. It seems like a no brainer to me. But here, here's what I think: people are in an uproar, and I'm like, look, this is a single player game, single player game. They're right. not forcing you to do anything. Okay, you could play Fallout Four right now and just keep playing Fallout Four and have fun. There's six different endings and go explore and do whatever you want. Okay, you don't have to pay a goddamn cent. You've already paid the sixty dollars. Congratulations. You can probably get it for cheaper now. Okay, but now, okay, they're coming out with DLC. So yeah, okay, let's say I buy the thirty dollars. I don't have to pay anything else. I'm ninety dollars in. I get all the things. I'm a Fallout fan. I get all the stuff I want. There's no problem. Now, if this was a multiplayer game, this is, would be a dick move, in my opinion. Okay, because then all it takes is one of your friends to buy the DLC. Then you're like, hey, I want to come into your game and play. Oops, eh, sorry, can't play because, you know, you don't have the, the Automatron DLC or you don't have the Workshop. It's incompatible, right? That would be a dick move. But because this is a single-player game, who gives who a cares? shit? Who right? cares? So... That's that's my two cents uh, on that. Oh, oh, I'm up about nothing. I just find it funny. People are like, "What, fifty dollars, dude? Calm down. Have your boner for Star Wars still, okay? With the fifty dollars season pass there, Fallout. See, that's that's expensive because that's a multiplayer, right? You have to get in. You have to get in all in, right? On that, I don't think you can buy them separate from from EA, right? Uh, listen, once again, all a DLC is currently okay is is to keep you playing the game that you like to give you a reason to keep playing the game if it's not an open world game or if it's not something else that has some kind of missions in game that make you want to play it like difficulty levels like maybe like there's 10 missions that are really hard you have to go back and figure those out right like th that's a reason to go back like in like in the assassin's creed games like there's these hidden missions to find right with with fallout you play the story and once again like we have we've had this discussion before when people play and finish the story they pretty much like well that's it that's the game right and that's and that they don't do anything else that's it right so now when you come up with a dlc it's another story to it like the the valentine uh, dlc where i'm going to go on another mission to find whatever and, and and you know solve the case that gives me a reason to go back into the wasteland but if it's just like 
I, I know like some people who play the game are like, okay, I'm gonna buy five, I'm gonna pay five dollars for the one where I get to make cages and try to capture animals. Like who cares? <laughs> like no one's no, no one gives a shit. Five bucks. Like, right, you you're not even gonna buy that one. Right. Right? Right. So if if I were to buy each of them separately as opposed to all together, it's like you pay over, I think maybe you pay a ten dollars more, maybe. Right. Maybe fifteen. But that's over a course of the year. Does anyone Want to cry I don't, about ten dollars? I, I don't understand because between now and the end of the year, who if you cares? Work, if you have a job in America, if you have a job in America, it's too much. It's, it's crying, like, stupid if you, shit. If it's you just make, crying if about you it. If you make minimum wage, okay. If you make minimum wage at seven dollars and whatever cents, okay, it's like a half a day's work. It, 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 look, look, <laughs> it's a half when a day's when work. When the DLC, it's just like the regular game. When a DLC comes out, you're gonna wait till someone reviews it, then you're gonna make your decision based on that, and then you buy it. Well, that's okay? another thing. Right, people or, are in uproar. Or I love Fallout, and when I I'm bought the it. game, I walked in and I said, "I want to buy the game, yeah. and I'm paying for the DLC all right now." Yeah, don't I don't care. think the guy who bought the Pit Boy is going, "Oh man, fifty dollars." I think he already bought the thirty dollar one, and he actually paid one hundred and ninety for it because he got the Pit Boy. You know what I mean? Like, like just the people so that bizarre. that love the game are going to buy the game, and the people that don't like it don't buy the game. It doesn't. I don't know. I don't understand. But this is why we have a show, so we could talk about it and make fun of people that do that stuff. It's just it, it it doesn't make sense to complain about something, especially if you like it. Okay, right. right. If you like it, then the cost is negligible. You right. don't care. Right. Okay. However, if it's a dick, if it's a total dick move, if I spent fifty dollars on on sight unseen, and I get four pieces of 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 DLC, and it's complete and total crap, yes, I would be upset. If you're a person okay? however, that went in, however. I chose to give you $50 sight unseen. Right. I have no right to complain. Well, that's the thing. In this day and age, nobody should be going sight unseen because there's a thing called the internet. And if you're watching this show right now, you're watching us. So you should be on YouTube, on Twitch. Twitch is a great thing. If you're a person that doesn't know how to get a game, go watch the game being played. You can ask questions. Right. Live okay. to people all day long. Oh, they all day, twenty four seven, seven days a week, three sixty five. Okay, so if you go, oh, this game, I didn't know this game sucked. All you have to do is go into Twitch. If you don't know what Twitch is, get on board, people. Okay, yeah. so Twitch is great because someone else can spend the money, and 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 notify thousands of people. Remember when we had to get Nintendo Power, and we had to wait for that magazine to come in. And we right. had to wait for the clues, article. Right. You had to wait, wait for the, the article. Wait for the hints. And sometimes right. you would open up a page. I remember I was a huge baseball. Remember remember when baseball simulator, like, no, I'm sorry, RBI baseball or um, bases loaded. Bases loaded one came out or bases loaded two. And they a, showed a screenshot. Really good, really good baseball. Okay. They showed a screenshot of this. I remember. I remember back in Nintendo Powers on the front cover. I went through the page. It was like halfway through. It was like the centerfold. You know what I mean? Like in the middle of it was the featured story. I opened it up. And they had like eight pictures, and I'm like, oh, that looks so cool. That was right. it. That's all I had. Right. Right? Eight pictures and visualize in my head. That looks so badass. Look, it's third person. He's pitching, and there's a fight going on. Oh, I can't wait. That's what I had to wait for. Now, I can literally type in bases loaded in Google, and a thousand pictures would pop up. Okay? Yeah. A thousand That's... pictures of people playing right, you, games. Right. You can get the, you get the clue to anything the same day immediately, right. whereas we Amazing. had to wait months, Literally. months before something came out. You're like, oh, when does that game come out? Oh, it comes out in August. That means in July they'll have a, uh, a piece on that game to tell you if it's good or not. Right. right? Yeah. 
And that's right. one guy's opinion. One guy's like, opinion that wrote an article. That was the day where magazines actually meant something anymore. Like, no one gives a shit about magazines. Right. Like, no one's just... There's a few... There's a few things that come out that are worth, like, picking up to look through. But really, if the magazine comes out, I can probably look up the magazine online anyway. Right. So it's right. not like I have to wait for something to come in the mail anymore. Right. All right. So speaking of people that don't give a shit about anything, right, that no one cares, Assassin's Creed. Okay, let's talk about Assassin's Creed. Okay, Assassin's Creed um, is not going to be coming out every year. Assassin's Creed may not have a yearly release when it returns, says Ubisoft. Okay, so they're Congratulations. not. Congratulations. They're not coming not, out with a game. Pump out, you're going to pump out a game every year for no reason? <laughs> they're not coming out with a game this year. Okay, and they said when it comes out in 2017, it probably won't come out in t- again in t- 2018. It might be 2019. Well, thank God for that. Because, man, I can only sacrifice jumping off roofs and stabbing people in the throat so many times. They don't even let you miss it. They don't even let you miss the game. It just It's constantly coming out, and they tell you it's 1880, it's 1890, it's 1910. It's, now it's BC 1000. You're then another assassin like the caveman. Right. It's like, I don't, I don't care anymore. Like, you, you have milked it too hard. You, you, you have to let us... Not see it for a while. Seven years for the hype for the hype to come back. It says seven like the, years right here. Like, I'll give you a good example. When was the last? When was the last Mass Effect game out? Because I'm not good with my uh, dates. Right. 2014. Okay. The last three. Whenever three, three was came 2014, out. 2014, I think, or end of 2013. 13. Something like that. Okay. So I've missed Mass Effect. I'm craving Mass Effect. I can't wait to play another we'll, RPG we'll thing. And see if I can like, find it. Mass Effect, and so when that game when it, when it comes out, if if they say anything this year that that game's coming out at in Christmas time, it's over. All right, I, I, it's like how I felt about uh, Fallout Four last summer when I when they gave the when they gave the thing. They said they said uh, Fallout Four is coming out. Uh, it should be out November sixteenth, wow. March twelfth, uh, March sixth, two thousand twelve. March sixth, right. two thousand twelve is when right. Mass Effect it's, Three it's, came out. Right, it's a long time already. Yeah, four years. Right, and, and and that whole time they're probably developing because it takes four to six years to right. develop these games. Absolutely. And just to just put that in perspective, we waited um, two years because Mass Effect Two came out in two thousand ten. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And Mass Effect One, I believe, came out in two thousand nine. I think it was the year before. Mass Effect two thousand first release. Mass Effect nope two thousand seven. So there you go. 2007, 2010, 2012, Twelve. and now we're huh? waiting four years. Uh, so you can see the, the way the graphics get, the more, the more. Uh, yeah, but you, once again, it's timing. They, you don't have a new engine, right? Is it the same engine? Because you didn't come out with a new engine yet, right? It's in the middle. Right. It's in the middle of the of the current gen system's life. This is only like year four. Okay, it's like year four. And so, what are you? What they don't have? We don't know the engine what they're going to use. They don't. They haven't really talked about it. Like the the only disappointment I have for the the current games because the the time it takes them to develop a game is that it might not be what you actually think it's going to be based on the current system or current gen system because they have to come up with a new engine. They have to come up with all right. new, you know, a coding to to program it for the hardware that they have. So. I think the only disappointment I had with Fallout 4 was the fact that the engine wasn't updated. Otherwise, yeah. it's fantastic. It's like, it's like Fallout 3.2 or 3.5. Right? It's fantastic, but it's not it's not new. Right? So 
is the next thing coming out is the next thing kind of come out going to pay attention to more of what the hardware is so if somebody's lucky enough to be working with the hardware the best games for the xbox one and playstation 4 will come out like in 2020 right you know it, like at the end of the thing like it always happens at the end of the life cycle of the system they, they these they come out with these amazing games that the hardware can actually use but it's it's it takes time right and that's this is this is the problem with the heavy uh funded development costs is because it takes a long time to well, come out the it's next, not like you're just pumping out a game the next assassin's creed when it does come out it says it's rumored to be set in egypt now i don't know where they're going as far as timeline they were in they were in italy then they were in france um unity was in france uh i don't know the last one was in london i believe correct um so Egypt is going back France now. wasn't France the last one? No, um Unity was France. And oh, then, right, Unity was France. Uh I forget what the syndicate the syndicate was was uh London. And then right. I believe now but isn't Egypt I mean I would assume it's like during the King Tut's time and stuff like that. And that's way before. So it looked like they're like jumping backwards cuz in the series everything's been going forward through decades, right? And now this one's trying. Like, now this one seems like it's taking a step backwards, literally, uh, and going back to Egypt. Unless it, it's between after London and then, but where would it be in the? You know what I mean? Like I don't know what year it would it would take place in. Right, right. I, I it, it's it's it's. I'm I'm excited for all the games that are kind of going to come out, but everyone's everyone's expectation levels are too high. Everyone's like got their their head twisted around everything, like. Do you, are you going to give us an open world game to play in? That, and, that, see, sandbox and it. You have so much. People are so like they they want the world, literally the world. But then they're like, ah, there's too much to do, right? There, you can never. Well, be... there's a balance. There's a balance. You can't make you can't make a giant map, and then have a, only like ten things like, to do in like, the map. You're just driving around or flying around. People are bitching already about the division that the map's not big enough. Right? They want Brooklyn. They want Brooklyn. Dude, you didn't even see the map yet. You saw the beta, what they gave you in the map. Okay? I, I, listen, if, there, if there's no cars... There's a I guy... There's, there's no cars and there's no subway. And you have to walk everywhere. Well... Manhattan is fucking big. Okay? It's huge. There's to, a, to walk from downtown to the Central Park is fucking a long time. Yeah. And especially if everybody's trying to kill you, it's a long time. Well, there's a guy on YouTube. His name is Macro Style, I believe. He did a great job. Um... Go watch him. He did this great video. He actually measured out. He took data, factual stuff. Okay. He measured it in division. This is what he did. He marked a waypoint on the map. He ran 200 yards or meters, whatever, in the game. Okay. Opened the map and he's. you see a line. So he took that line, which represented 200 yards. Okay. Then he went into Grand Theft Auto, got in a car. Hit a waypoint, drove 200 yards, okay? Overlaid the map, okay, from Photoshop on top yeah. of the map in Grand Theft Auto. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and measured out how big Division's map is compared to just Los Santos in Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Okay? Almost the exact same size of the city. Okay, so that's a big fucking map. Think about walking around Los Santos. That's what I'm saying. Okay? Then, on top of that, he took, I believe... He took um, what was another? He took another game. Oh, Fallout. 
Okay, and he did the exact same thing and measured it and Fallout, blah, 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 measured it and did it factual, laid it over again. It's the exact same size as Fallout 4's map, okay, which is huge, huge, okay? So people are bitching, I want to go to Brooklyn. I want to go to Brooklyn. I want to go to Brooklyn. Dude, shut <laughs> up, okay? <laughs> Don't worry, the DLC called fucking Brooklyn, yeah. yo. It's going to be the it's gonna be the actual Ayo. DLC. Ayo. No, it's just called Ayo. Ayo. And then it's Bro- called Forget About It. Brooklyn. <laughs> forget About It. That's the DLC. Brooklyn, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And Ayo, that's it. That's the three DLCs coming off of the season pass. For You've heard it here first. This is crazy. This is and crazy. then there's Jersey. That's it. It's, that's, that's the fourth expansion. Jersey. Jersey. So, okay. Speaking of the division. Okay, let me, let me bring this up. Um, speaking of the division, 45% done. That's how I'm speaking of the division. Actually, I can't bring it up. I don't have the actual thing. Okay, division, they're talking about... Uh, they they showed the map, okay. And I wish I let me see if I can bring it up on on, on screen. Uh, they showed how much stuff you can do in this thing. Uh, let's see, division map exposed division starts up tomorrow. Division map size maybe. Let's see the images. <clears throat> Yeah, there's there's a bunch the bunch of stuff that you can do. Now, I don't see the actual one that they showed where it has like a literally you know when you open up Assassin's Creed and then you open up the map and the map is just like it has so many different points of interest. That's how the division map was when I um I saw it on this thing. It's just absolutely absolutely ridiculous. I think it's going to have plenty of stuff to do. Now, people are going to be people are scared that the division is not going to be they're basically they're comparing it to destiny again everyone okay. loves comparing everything yeah. to everything well it's okay look because it's the same it's the same new genre of game okay once again this is a brand new genre right it's a massive multiplayer rpg okay it's it's basically like the old school games you play with single player, but now you can play with other people. It's not, it, it, it's not, it's not totally like an MMO, right? It'll have, it'll have things to do, missions to accomplish, people to kill, bosses to kill. But see, that's what I say about the same thing about, about Destiny. You could, you could say, here's a planet, go explore the planet. Like you, you could just make a planet and just go there. Like that's the DLC, new planet, new missions, new things to see, new things to fight. Not like this whole, just the way they're winging about they're going, the way they're going about this is is I think is counterproductive, right? Right. If you're, if you're going to create an open world thing, then I should just be able to add to the open world and just make the world bigger and give me reasons to go back to where I was. Well, there is no load screen here. There's no load screens in this. Yeah, you know what? I'm not gonna take. I'm not gonna. I'm not jumping on the bandwagon yet of just no load screens. You think that's the fucking? Well, no, I'm saying that, there is no. That's load the screens. big fucking. Yeah. Okay, we'll see. Okay. Well, everyone promises really no the, load the, the no load screens. I listen. I, everyone promises no load screens. It has to load some point. It does, but the way they do it, um, basically, like when you go in from the regular to the dark zone, when he hits the door, right, the door swings open, and there's this like motion that goes through the door, and then it lets your guy walk through. So technically, that, that's the load screen, but there's actually no right. load screen. And then when you go into your main base, like there's a decontamination area before you get into the actual base. 
So when you go through the front door, you can like run into the front door, but then it stops you, like slows you down, and you have to walk very slowly through the section to get to the main the main area. And when that happens, that's basically the load time for that. There there is there's no load screens. The only time that it ever loads is if you fast travel from from the dark zone back to your base or somewhere from back from the base, and even then you're in the menu system, and then you see it going calculating and then boom you're automatically there so there is really no load screens i can vouch for that so far from the alpha and the two betas i've played okay okay well on on the list of stuff for a game to be good no load screens is at the bottom of that list like is it fun are the mechanics good are the graphics good is it using is it you know there's a list of shit that you can go by I'm not worried about no load screens as like the definitive. Oh, this game's awesome. It has no load screens. Like that is not a fucking bonus. Right. Okay. If everything else works, and I use the word term works with the parentheses around it, if everything else works, then it's great. It's absolutely great that it has no load screens. Absolutely great. But until then, no, I don't care. <clears throat> Don't, I, don't, I don't care. Now, as far as they're going to try to do, they, they talk about doing eight-man raids. Now, we have, <laughs> we, we, we've, never seen, we've never seen any raids yet. Yeah. We've seen yeah. four-player four co-op online. Um, as far as um, they've even talked about having more than eight-man raids. Someone, some rumored was like a 24-man raid, which I think would be mind-fucking-blowing to communicate with people to get 24 people to work together to get through the board. Right. Do you remember do you remember WoW? Yeah, of course. Okay. Okay, so there's the there's the WoW. I lost I lost half 2 years of my life right. there. There's there's the 8 person raid, there's the 16 person raid and 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 that's the way it works. You have to work together. It takes Everyone hours has to it. do those raids. Exactly. Absolutely. That's, that's what I'm saying. So how is that going to make anyone fun? How is that going to make anything fun? I'm just curious. How does that make anything fun? I think when you do I don't think it will. Okay, so do you think because, like in Destiny, you can do six-man raids, right? And it kind of neg- – not negates. That's the wrong word I'm looking for. It, I, I it forget kind of, about the six-man raids. I should be able to do six-man hangout. We're going to just do yeah, whatever we want. We'll talk period. about that. We'll talk about that when we get to Destiny. Okay, uh, as far as, as, as the vision goes, do you think when they do raids, like it's awesome, but there's a small core of gamers that actually do this part, right? Because the more people you add, the more harder it is to get that many people together to do it, right? I know they're trying to make people social. I know people, they want people to go talk to other people. But the gaming community itself are are introverts, okay? They don't want to go outside and talk to people, hence why they play video games. Hence why they troll without video I don't believe that. What 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 I believe is, is that people want an immersive game. Okay, and so if I'm going to play the division, and you're going to make me want to feel like I'm in Manhattan after this collapse of society, there has to be stuff in the game that makes me feel that way. It's not just blocks and streets to walk up and down, right? There should be things for me to discover, right? Maybe there's there's a guy that lives on 34th and Broadway, and if you see him during a certain time of day, he'll sell you weapon weapons, and these are things that you find as you play. And then people will talk about these things, the hidden guy who sells weapons at 34th and Broadway, and there'll be a blog about it, you know, and these things that you'll discover in the game. It needs to be like that. Well, it needs to be a hidden 
exploration thing where I get to walk around and look for things and find things and and try to put together puzzles and how to how to get into this part of town is if there's a password or or do I need it to be a certain level there there's so many options to, that you can do for games like this for this kind of game and I just feel like I feel like it's just a to b a to b and we're going to try to put some multiplayer in there and they're going to and they're going to once again they're going to try to do too much of everything and not do one thing well. That's what I'm concerned about. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm hoping. Like, listen, once again, brand new genre. Everyone's behind it because it's so awesome. Dice Study was awesome because the premise is awesome. But the 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 follow through for what it's supposed to be is lacking. And I think that this is going to be another test. And I, I bet I bet you the third time around, the next person that comes out with a game, it'll be like half Destiny, half... half uh, 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 division. It'll be like this kind of hybrid thing, and and they'll get it right. It's a brand new genre. They're working on it, right? Everything's being worked on, right? And we all see how it how it's being worked on, and and there's more communication now. So we're gonna find out in the next six months where Destiny's gonna go and where Division's gonna go. So do you think? Do you think the Division with the eight man raids? Okay, I played I played the alpha and I played two betas so far. Well, I'm about the. Oh, my first question is: Is there classes? There is classes, but not specific classes. You can mix and match the classes that you want. So, if you want to be sort of like a tank, you can spec your guy out to be straight up tank. But if you want to be a tank slash medic, you can do that. If you want to be a scout slash medic, you can do that. Okay, but you, you see what I'm talking about when you when you make when you try to make a game like this, it's very difficult to put a boss battle in that's not bullet sponge. Well, they're okay. all bullet sponges in this game. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. It's very hard to come up with these type of games and and have some kind of combat boss system to do a boss battle where it's not just a total bullet sponge. You know what I mean? Right. Like you remember when you played like a Zelda game, like not not like the original Zelda, but like on the on the GameCube where the boss would do a routine, you'd have to learn the routine in order to do damage to him, yeah. right? Yeah. Like you'd have to you'd have to hit him in the head with a special weapon, and then he would stun, and then that allowed you to do damage, you know, like that kind of thing. This, they this, need to, they need to put that kind of thing inside this six-person or eight-man raid. Not just I'm gonna just shoot him, and then we're gonna shoot him for the next forty-five minutes in order to kill him, right? You have to, as a team, you have to figure out. Well, if I stand over here, he'll turn to face me, but only if I do enough damage to him, and then he'll turn. And then I can hit his weak spot on the other side, like that kind of thing. Well, you know, they, they like, kind of do like that. that. They, they, they kind of do that, right? Because you have to work together to, uh, to do it, right? There's no way. This is a game that you don't go in guns blazing. You can. You will die, okay? Um, you have to get cover. Like, for instance, I was playing the beta last time, and I was in the dark zone by myself, which is usually not a smart thing to do. But I, I like doing that. I don't care if I get killed. I think it's just exhilarating being in there by yourself, and anyone can kill you at any time. Okay? Right. So I went past this church. I forget where it was. It's in the upper dark zone uh, of the uh, in the beta. And there's, like, six NPC guys out there. It's one of the toughest battles I have have in any game that I've played. Um, Did you run out of ammo? Was ammo a factor? Yeah, I was running out of ammo. Yeah. And I was being pinned behind a car, and they were chucking grenades at me. And I was down to my sniper rifle, and I was trying to hit them, but they actually take cover. And they actually move, and they actually start flanking you. So mm -hmm. it, it was cool. It would have been nice to have a second person in the match with me 
to to play. You know what I mean? Right. So the NPC is is good in the game. There needs to be more of them though that I that that I found in the in the first time playing in the alpha. And then in the second time in the beta, they didn't fix it. So I'm assuming it's going to be like that when the game comes out, right? The biggest problem with this game, I don't care about the eight-man raids or not, is that the this, the PVE, like single-player mode, um, the world I know is supposed to be desolate, right? Because it's supposed to be. But at the same time, it's too empty. Like, there needs to be more places to search. There needs to be more buildings uh, well, you, you understand. In. You understand that this game is this game is specifically designed for PC Master Race, right? Because you're when you play this game on your Xbox and the PlayStation Four, it's not going to look like that. No, no, the, it, the, it, it the looks detail good. is not going to look no, you're, like that. You're right, but they actually dummied down the PC for the consoles. No, it looks, they're, not, they're not dumbing it down. No, the PC did. people can the PC people can run it all no, they want. No, no, no. They took the graphics and they lowered the quality in the PC. Honest to God. Okay, yeah, well, it see. still looks phenomenally good, but they lowered the quality so the so it wouldn't it be such a far gap between the two. Okay, uh, that the game though, what I'm saying is when you walk around the 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 city, there's like every I don't know six blocks or a block and a half, you can go into like a Radio Shack store or go into a flower shop or go into a, a thing. Yeah, is, is it like these random buildings I can go into? Yeah, there needs to be more random buildings that you can go into. There needs to be more villains or factions like around that area. They're, there's, they're so sporadic far in between. So there'll be times where you walk two blocks and you see nothing, like nothing. Right, you're just running down a cool, cool. Not side even street. like, not even like a runaway dog. You'll like, see, you'll see, but yeah, but you, you can't even. You can interact and shoot the dog. Okay, uh, you might see like one or two pedestrians walking because they're starving or whatever, and you can interact with them and give them water or food, and they might give you a sweater or a gun. Okay, randomly, uh, based on who you find. Um, so there's things like that, but it needs to happen more. Well, here's my question: Do people in game? From what you've seen, from what you've played, are people in game able to join factions themselves? Mm, you mean player base? No. Okay, so like, you're, like for instance, you're, let, you're the agent. So let's no. say, let's say there's the upper, upper, the park people, the the, the Central Park gang versus the downtown people, right? These are not and when I come, things, when I, when I come yes, into the I, game, I get what you're yeah, when I come into the game, can I can I be part of the Central Park clan and I can defend no, you that can make, area from other people? I believe you can make your own clan. In the game, so like if you're working with a group, a core of people, you can have your own clan in the game, but you can't join a faction that's already in the game. Right, right. This is see, this is this is where it, it skews off of the MMO because in an MMO, there's only one area, right, and then everybody can be in that area. Whereas right, you're saying I see what servers. you're saying. Yeah, you know, there's different servers. So when I'm hanging out with my with my clan, I'd have to be all on the same server with them in order for it to. You know right. what I'm saying? Well, you can you can join your friends real easy. You literally click on their name and boom, you're in the match with them. So far, actually, when you're in a single player mode, you can actually see your player your friends that are on your playlist, okay, running around the world. Okay, you could be in the exact same spot with each other. On the map, you'll see their dot, but you won't see them in front of you. Okay, but you know that's where they are in their game. Okay, so in their game, they're in the exact same spot as you, and then all of a sudden you can go join them, and boom, you're in their world, and then all of a sudden you're right next to each other. Yeah, see, I'm looking at I'm looking at these graphics, these, these pictures of the graphics, man. This is there's no way, there's no way the console looks like this. The, the it looks good on the console, man. 
All right. Well, I'm downloading it. I'll let you know. I'm, I'm looking at these pictures. I know this is from the PC. These are look phenomenal. Like uh, as you're being in like in the downtown area for New York, like this is fucking amazing. It, it is. I, I'm. I honestly, swear to God, it it looks good. It looks yeah. good. You know, I just don't. I just don't think the console can look this good. It's just. I don't think it's it hardware can do it. It's phenomenal the way it looks. Now, is it as good as uh, the PC? Of course not. No, you can't compare the two. Although. Somebody in my chat, I won't name any names, has a person that works for Microsoft and said when the next Microsoft machine comes out, it will give competition to the PC as far as graphics and, and, and play. Say that one more time. Somebody that, I, that somebody that came in my chat, they have a person that works in the industry yeah. for Microsoft mm-hmm. and knows about the new Xbox or system that's coming out right. and said when it comes out... Um, we're going to be very surprised because it's going to give PC computers a run for its money. Well, well, that's a that's a big that's a big statement. I, I'm hoping that's true. I mean, because at this because at this point, say right now, but at this point, let's be honest. All we really want out of our machines is speed. Okay, and I want resolution to be fucking pristine. I want 60 frames per second. I I, I don't think that's asking too much from a from a gamer perspective. I don't think asking for 60 frames per second is asking for a lot at this point. No, no. I mean, okay, so these pictures that I'm showing on screen right now, these are from PC, okay? Now, to be honest with you, when you look at the graphics uh, on the Xbox compared to what you see on the PC, um, the biggest thing is, like, the reflections and stuff like the puddles in the water, like the reflections of the water. In the Xbox, you you don't really see the reflection, but you do see the lights shimmering and stuff off of it. It's kind of like fuzzy and blurry, but it looks good. And then when the snow comes down and you're in like a blizzard, oh man, it's so good, it's so good. Um, but yeah, these these pictures look phenomenal. Like see, in, in in the way in the way my mind perceives the game, I perceive me and you walking through town, right? Which we can walking through the city, and then you hear someone say, "Help! Please help us." And like you see, like a woman with her baby, and like a guy who's trying to like look for food, sort of. And they're being and they're being attacked by somebody. That, that happens. And then it comes on the screen. It says, "Do you wish to help these people?" Like it tells you what the situation is. Not that you have no idea. No, that doesn't happen. Right, but it would tell you what the situation is. And it's like you decide. Try to help the innocents. All right, what's the situation? What's going on? And like you can make choices for your character at that point. Am I gonna help the fucking I raiders? I don't know if that. Or happens. am I gonna help the innocents? Like that kind of thing. That's how I perceive it to be. Because otherwise, what am I doing? I'm just gonna. If something happens. I just shoot people and take their stuff. Shoot that's, people, take their stuff. Shoot people, take their stuff. Well, that's just like basically. Grand Theft Auto happens. Right. Basically, it, you'll you'll find someone getting mugged in the middle of the street, and then you'll see like two, three gang members, and you come up to them, and they're like, "Hey, look what I found!" Blah blah blah. And they, they're pushing the guy. All of a sudden, you right. pull your gun out and you shoot them and kill them. And that person just runs off. It doesn't even say thank you to you or anything. They just run because they're scared shitless, right? Because they, they right. were just getting mugged or raped or whatever they were doing. Uh, you kill them and move on, right? There's no there's no interaction in the beta. Now, there could be different stories and quests. Like I said, um, the game has a lot of points of interest on the map, okay? Um, there's no... I, I can't find it in here because this is not really uh, a place to, to look for that stuff. But let me see if they have a picture of it. Maybe they have their video. Let me get the videos here. Video skills. Uh, no. Let me see if I can play this video. If it 
gameplay reveal. No, that's E3. Yeah, so the game looks phenomenal. I'm, I'm excited to play it tonight. Um, so we'll, we'll get more into that. Okay, and uh, the next story that we're going to talk about is uh, Apple. Okay, I don't know how you feel about this. Um, I know th this might be a touchy subject. Uh, basically, you know, uh, 14 people were killed and shot in shooting uh, in California. Right. Um, and basically the FBI wants to take control, get into this guy's phone. Okay. Well, they right. can't do it. Okay. So they, they've, they've asked Apple, Hey, can you give us the, can you give us information to get in this guy's phone? Well, that, that basically breaks all our rights, right? That's invasion of privacy. Yes. Right. So even though the guy, um, is a terrorist and he killed the 14 people, um, do you think, what's your stand on this is, letting this is, the FBI... This, this is a touchy subject. So here's here's yeah. how it's supposed to be, right? Once you're labeled as a criminal, okay, you 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 lose your rights. Okay, that's that's the way it's supposed to be. So they want to jailbreak the phone or want to get into the phone is one thing. But it's very, you have to be very careful what they allow to do. Because right. if they give them the power to do that... They'll do it all the time. Okay. There's nothing stopping them from doing it to anybody. Right. Now, I, on one side, you want to be safe and you want to you want to protect yourself and they think that giving the giving that letting Apple do this for the FBI will make everyone safer. I'm on the side where even though it is a tragedy, I don't like giving up more liberties right in exchange for freedom. Right. So basically the way I look at it as is if if someone comes into your house and they find a safe Okay, and they want to get into that safe. Okay, and they ask you for the key, and you say no. I'm not giving you the key. You have to open it yourself. If you want to get into that safe, you got to open it yourself. So I look at the FBI. If the FBI is supposed to be the most powerful agency in the in the in the world, why don't they have somebody that can break in to their their phone and do it themselves? Now, well, they can. That, that's that's well, no. why it's scary that they're asking Apple for help. Well, they can't. Yes, supposedly. They can. No, they I, that's why. Well, they can. I, supposedly they can't. And so they're asking Apple to go. Hey, can you make? Because they can do it if it's a five. If it's a five S or something like that, but the new six or the six S or six C, they can't do it, right? Not so yet. they're asking them, can you build a back door to the iPhone so we can access it when we need to? Oh no! See no. If that's if was that the statement used? That, you, that was different than the question you asked me earlier. Well, it says Apple exposes it, it, FBI to request them to build a backdoor into the iPhone. No, no, absolutely not, absolutely not. Okay, so basically they said no to the government. Yep. And the absolutely. government is now going, hey, we're taking you to court, and you get court ordered, and then you're going to have to do it. That's now, fine. Let it be court ordered then. But see, that's I'm a. It's a touchy subject now. Like I said, you, I feel you, I feel you, sorry you do for. Not, you do not, you do not let, you cannot let, you cannot let your fear allow you to give up your liberty in exchange for safety. It, you cannot. If you do I understand. It once, it's rough. If you do I it understand once, it's rough. I understand. If you do it it's once. It's a scary world. But do not let these things happen. Yeah, if, if you do it once, me. they're going to do it again. Trust me. Right? And they're just going to keep doing it over and over. And basically, it just ruins what we it, it's, have. It's, it's, it's a travesty. It's a travesty that we have to even discuss it. And the but reason giving up giving up liberties for safety is not the way to go. So I don't know. Uh, I I stand I stand by. Look, Apple. Listen, the government wants to break the phone and find a way that they'll do it. Right. But asking Apple to do it for them. But I don't understand why in, they can't in that just, way. No. Why can't they just say, "Hey, Apple, can you give us 
instead of letting us going into the phone ourselves, can you give us the records of this guy's, you know, personal information of this one particular guy <laughs> on their terms? Instead I, of I, saying, hey, open this phone up. Because he's, a, he's a criminal. That right. would be fine. Right. Right. Instead of saying, hey, give us the access to this. Let us break into this phone. Yes. Yes. Because if they do that, then they can do it to anybody. Yes. So what's to stop them if they all they have to say Nothing. all they have to say is uh, you're a criminal. This guy's a criminal, a criminal, or we we have a conspiracy of this guy being you know, and then they can get into your your private information. So it's very it's a very touchy subject. I I stand by. Look, Apple created this. I'm a third party. Okay, if I created this technology and you happen to want something from me, okay, you can't demand it from me. Okay. You have to do the same thing. Like, we created this technology, okay? If I worked for Apple, I, I'm Steve Jobs in this moment. I, bless his heart, he's dead, okay? But I'm Steve Jobs, and I said, look, I made this. I've created this. Why can't you guys come up with something on your own end with your budgets and everything else? Like, they will. But don't that's what I'm saying. Don't think they won't. Don't so, think they I don't won't. know. I just think it's, 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 it's like being a bully. Uh, not that I think the FBI is bullies, but the way they're doing it is like, hey, uh, Sarge, Give me, give me your, give me your phone, and you're like, no. I'm like, well, if you don't give me your phone, I'm just gonna go to the the court, and the guy's gonna tell me to give me your phone. So you might as well just give me your phone, right? No, so I don't know. Nope. It's a, it's a very, it's a very sketchy thing. I don't agree with it. Uh, I, I kind of like the stand that Apple is taking uh, personally. Uh, and I'm not, I, I am a fanboy of Apple, but it's talk about business and just ethics and everything else. It's just, I think it's wrong. All right, so the next the next story that we're talking about is um, everybody loves this game, uh, Star Citizen creator. Okay, he says in this, in this statement, uh, Star Citizen creator wishes he explained games development schedule better. <laughs> so basically, what he's saying is uh, here on the, on the article it says. Um, I'm calling bullshit. Before you even seen start to talk about this, I'm calling bullshit. Star Citizen has been a long time coming. The game's original Kickstarter campaign started in 2012 and thought some portions of the game are playable right now for backers. The full finished product isn't now. And an interview with BBC creator Chris Roberts says he wishes he explained the game's development schedule better. He explains that he could have done a better job informing backers that as more money came in, Star Citizens has raised more than $108 million to date. The scope of the project expanded in turn. As a result, the game release got pushed out further into the future. Now, on one um, crowdfunding is you're asking for money to make this game, but you don't know how much you're going to get, he said, unless you just w- uh, just wanted to pocket the rest of the money, which isn't my thing at all. I want to make the best game possible. Except that his brother walked away with four million, and he's never going to be heard from again. Like, I, I don't want to. I don't. I, I, next, I think we should move on to the next topic because this is this is a touchy subject for a lot of people because a lot of people put money into this game. Well, a lot of people. Okay, and I think that statement is bullshit. Bullshit from he, the very core. Bullshit. He says you can you can come out and talk about your game at any time, any time during the four years that this shit's been going on. Okay, at any time. Don't all of a sudden say I could have handled it better. No shit, you could have. Well, here, here's, here's the, no the shit. here's the actual quote from him. Games get canceled all the time. Games get pushed back. By the time you hear about the game, is possibly it's been in development for three years and already had a whole bunch of delays. There's a whole bunch of stuff that I know from when I was at EA working with Microsoft. Loads of games got canceled. Loads of games got pushed back. Things always took much longer than anyone thought. But in general, public isn't aware. Okay, so that statement that he just said. If that's the case, then you, as a developer, as a person that's asking for money from crowdfunding sources, 
he just said that the general public isn't aware of. So you, as an informer, go, hey, look, I'm trying to make this game, but just let you know, okay, I want your money, okay, but it might not get made. So you're, I'm asking, it's just like if you invest into a movie, dude. It's just like you invest in a movie. If you want to make money in the world, you don't invest in movies. You don't invest in video games. Okay, that's why you let corporations and other big people that have shit tons of money that need tax write-offs to do this stuff because that's why. Otherwise, I mean, think about it. I, here's where it gets me. People are pissed off about paying $50 for a fucking DLC, but they'll pay $2,000 for a goddamn fake ship. Because to them, it's worth it. I understand this is, that. This is back to the value thing again. It's worth it to them. <clears throat> he says, I think of the crowdfunding side. We all can do a better job, he said. If I was crowdfunding again, I think I would be more, I would spell out it more. But it would be if we're, we're getting more money on scope changes, the timeline isn't going to change. He, he wasn't forward about anything. Uh, and That's because he wasn't in charge. His brother was. Well, if, if, he ever, if, if they ever try to do something again, they'll never get funded again. Never. Because of where, ne the way never. it went down. The best part about being a Kickstarter person Okay, me and you know this. We've we've done Kickstarter. Okay, is to be straight up honest with people. Okay, that's all they want. They just want your honesty. Okay, I got burned bad on a project in Kickstarter. Okay, one was a guy never never made. I still go on there just times just to write some shit about the guy. Okay, basically it's become a troll site for that one product I never got. Okay, another one was delayed and delayed, but the guy kept in us in the know. He's like, hey. We got held up in the factory. A tornado came, destroyed the factory. This is what's happening. Hey, we're getting held up at customs, blah, blah, blah. It's going to take a month or two before it comes out of customs uh, because of the thing. Hey, this, but I was like, hey, that's cool. You know, things happen. He's telling us what's going on. This guy and this, they never said anything. They're like, hey, yeah, give me $2,000 for this ship. You're going to get it, blah, 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 blah. Oh, by the way, no, you're not going to get it this year. Oh, no, you're not going to get it next year. Oh, by the way, I wish I told you more information before. I wasn't really, I wasn't really too sure about you know giving you the information. It's just shady. It's shady. Um, I hope, I hope in his case. I mean, he's already made his money, right? So Bro, I, I do not believe for a moment that the brother disappeared, didn't take four million plus, and just disappeared. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother. Okay, hundred and just million, disappeared dude. and just disappeared because you're not going to tell me you know the difference between a hundred million dollar game. And a, and, a, and a $96 million game. A $100 million game. Do you understand? Like, Destiny cost a fraction of that. I, what does that say? What does that say about people who, who want that genre, though, who are looking for that kind of game? But that's crazy, dude. So, I mean, so what that says to me is that there's a, a, a big market for a, a developer to come out with a game in that genre because those people would pay for it. I wonder, I wonder how many backers uh, it got in total. You always look that up. You yeah, can go back and look. I'm gonna I'm gonna go look it up real fast. I, I, I just, God, I mean that's just that's just crazy to me. Absolutely, it's bonkers. It's absolutely bonkers. Hundred eight million dollars for a game, and it's not even out yet. Meanwhile, like the whole budget for Destiny, they made back in like one weekend when, I, when the it, game came it's out. Ju it's just sketchy. It's sketchy. When you don't, when you don't, when you don't have clarity on what is going on with that much money. It's it's always sketchy, always. I think we brought it up on another show, like the actual backers and stuff. Okay, so thirty four thousand three hundred ninety seven backers, and that's not that is not a large number. No, not no. for gaming. 
That's not a large number. I mean, it's it's a good number. That's a niche. That's a niche for a certain game, but that's not a large number. But though that that group of people are really into that genre. Okay, so five thousand of those people paid thirty or more. Five thousand people. That's ten thousand. Uh, ten thousand. That's thirteen thousand. That's uh seventeen thousand, almost eighteen thousand paid less than thirty or yeah, thirty or more. Uh two thousand paid forty or more. And then you got into the sixty mark, sixty and more, hundred and ten, hundred and ninety hundred and sixty three people paid hundred and ten, two fifty nine paid hundred and ten, hundred and twenty eighty two backers, one twenty five, one thousand people paid that. Uh fourteen hundred paid hundred and twenty five. 250, 1,500 people paid 250, 115 people paid $500 or more, $1,000 or more, 22 backers paid that, 2,500, three backers paid that, one backer paid 5,000, one backer paid 10,000, and there you go. So the average people paid the normal price of a video game. So I guess, you know, that's not that bad. But they also had to get a ship or whatever. They, they, They could have paid extra to get a ship and stuff like that. Uh, to get a ship, you had to go in over a hundred dollars. I know a buddy of mine paid, I think, two hundred for a ship. It, it's still, it's just, it's an investment like anything else, man. It's an investment, I guess. But it's just, you know, it's it's kind of shitty when you when you want to you want to play a game. And uh, well, it's it's <clears throat> you're basically investing in your entertainment. If you're not getting a return on on money. You're getting a return on entertainment. Yeah, you, could you could have taken that sixty dollars, put it in a bank, over three nothing. years, over three years, and made a couple of bucks and change uh, to get yourself a Wendy's dinner, um, and then waited and paid full price for this game when it came out. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the game wouldn't have been made, right? He would have to go elsewhere to get the game made. It's it just it's it just still it's a it's a. It's a touchy subject for a crowdfunded game to to do what it did. It was very sketchy. That's that's what it comes down to. All right. So the next the next story that we're going to talk about, H one Z one, is a huge popular game on 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 Twitch. People still love zombies, so, and so, zombies have been going on now for a while. Yeah. Well, H one Z one is still basically in beta, right? It's not even a full fledged game. Um, it's made by uh, I believe Sony Entertainment, isn't it? Um, anyway. They're breaking it up now. They were they got purchased, and they got broken up. Right, mm-hmm. so they're taking the game. Um, Just survive. The King of the Hill are now available for twenty dollars each. So they're taking H one Z one and separate it into Just Survive and King of the Hill. Each on Steam early access. PS four and Xbox One editions coming this summer. So H one Z one now is two games. H one Just Survive and H one King of the Hill. The, the split announced earlier this month officially went into effect this week with both games now available for $20 each on Steam. Early mm-hmm. access, new trailers for both games have been released and are embedded as posted. Uh, as explained previously, both games exist within the same H1Z1 universe, are both developed by two independent development teams inside creator Daybreak Games. Okay, Just Survive is a position H1Z1 has already known, offering the same open-world gameplay that it was in place when the zombie-themed game originally launched in 2015 and will remain in early access through the end of 2016. So basically two years in development, and now they're, they're breaking it up. Uh, King of the Hill, on the other hand, is described as a high-intensity online multiplayer shooter in which players can take part in a number of last-player-standing modes. One of these is Battle Royale, which they changed now 
It's now called King of the Hill, which is created by the community member Player Unknown. King of the Hill is scheduled to leave early access on PC this summer, at which point it will also debut originally on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. If you purchased H1Z1 on, on or before February 16th, uh, King of King or of the Ki- King of the Kill and Just Survive should automatically show up in your Steam library. So if you already paid it already, you got both both games. If you not, now you have to pay double the price to to both get them on your on your system. Hmm. What do you think? Um, what do you think of this method that they did? That they took a game and broke it up into two two sections here. I, I don't think it's a huge, like, disappointment. I think it's, they're, 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 once again, they're trying to find new ways of staying solvent, of having the company stay afloat while they make this game, and how much it's going to cost them, and how many people they have working for the game. And you, so they're coming up with new ways in order to do this. All right, do you think this is going to set a precedent? Like, for instance, let's just say... <clears throat> all things like this set precedent. Well, no, I understand that, but let's say... Now you're talking about Destiny. Let's go because it's a popular game, right? Mm. Now H1Z1 was number I think seven or eight overall this year on Twitch. Right? right, it might even be higher than that. And Destiny was like number seven. So, what if if Destiny said, "Hey, uh, Destiny is a sixty dollars game, but now we're breaking it up into two parts. You're going to pay thirty dollars for PVE, and you're going to pay thirty dollars for PvP." If they if they did it that way, I think it wouldn't be a big deal because if you're all in for what it is, you'd pay for both. And if you only want one or the other, that's what you would pay for. But do you think that's? I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you think that's going to be what the way they're doing it? Do you think this is going to set a standard where games are going to break themselves apart and do this? I I don't know. It would be I don't know if it would be set as a standard, but I do know that that would set a precedent that other developers might use that as an option. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't like. You have to, you, every, listen, we, we all understand, like, you guys get it, right? Like, you know that it takes a long time now to make the kind of caliber game that we are looking yeah, for. Yeah, the higher the graphics, I mean, look okay. at, let's look at Mass Effect again, right? Mass Effect came out in 2000, what, we say seven? And then the next one came out in 2010. Better graphics, better gameplay, better mechanics. It took them three years that we know of. Yeah, but I, I, I always, I'm, I'm always under the impression that when the developer is going to release a game, let's say that they're going to release a game this year, okay? It, they've already been working the, on it the majority. Years. The majority of the game is done, right. okay? So they have a team of guys working on it to clean up the game and, and, and move things along. The other people who have stopped working on the actual coding and the game and ha, who have done their job are already starting on another one. Right. Like... The year that a game comes out, they're already starting on another one. That's kind of like how I look at it. It has to be that way because you have to get things down the pike, right? right? You have to get things started to go down the conveyor belt. So if this is the way that certain game companies have to stay solvent, where they're going to charge you for what you think you might want to play, it's another option. Uh, they're, they're, they, are, they are toying with different options to see what works best. I, because it's not it's not black and white anymore. It's not, you know, I'm going to make a game this year. Let's see if we sell it. I would love if somebody did, right? I would love to do it myself, actually. I would love to go to a studio, a big AAA studio, that is working on a game right now, and film, okay? And make a documentary and show exactly what goes into a, a game step by step and how long the process takes. 
it would take a long time to make a documentary. It would take as long as it would to take, make the game. And you would make this movie, and you would show from the very start and all the steps it goes through, it's, and then release a- it to people and show them exactly what it takes to make a video game. I don't think people understand what it takes. I, I, I'm convinced of that myself. I know they don't know what it takes because you have, do you understand that when when a, a lead developer or the guy who's in charge of the of the, of the developers has to communicate with both sides, has to has to you know set goals. What what are things are going to be done this week? What are things to be done this month? It's a very it's a, the management teams for these developing games have to be very very professional in what they do. Right. It's not just having a bunch of guys in a room talking a bunch of bunch of stuff and then they're going to just plug away at it. It's it's a it's a it's an orchestra of people who are working. The sound teams, the co- the coders, the graphics. Everyone has to work together. If these guys are done with this part, then these guys can add their stuff in. You know what I mean? It's not right. it's not just we're we're going to work every day. You know, certain things have to be done in order for other guys to complete their job. So of course things get delayed. If they if they have and of course there's going to be bugs. So, That's why when, when I see a game released, if, if and I and I and once again I use the term works right. If you tell me you're going to come out with a, a fighting game, you're, you're you're this year coming out with a fighting game. If the I turn the fighting game on and the FPS is great, the hit detection is great, the graphics are great, the strategy is great, and the game works, you succeeded, right? But the more things you put into a game, the more tall the order is. Like we're going to make this sci-fi space odyssey of multiplayer, and you set the goal really high. I, I don't, for one, think that you're going to hit hit everything. Out of ten, because your 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 goals are very high. You 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 set yourself to to the point where things are not going to go your way because you 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 set things to such a high standard. It's very hard to succeed. Now, if you do succeed, and some of these games that that are released do succeed, they set a high standard, and they, that's fucking phenomenal. That's the games that get like the game of the year. Like I can't believe you guys even did this, right? And of course, if you talk to the guy, the lead designer. Uh, at the end of the at the end of the day, after the game's release, he tells you probably behind camera that he wanted to pull his hair out. Right. You know, like you know how much stress goes into making these games, and what goes, you know, how much time, blood, sweat, and tears. People are away from their families. Well, it's not just we're making a game. I, I know. It's not how it is. I know from from being in the movie industry that when you put your blood, sweat, and tears, you're putting it in 20, 22 hour days. Sometimes you work on a movie and you're like, this movie's shit. Right, you know it's gonna get torn if it's going straight to like home video and stuff like that, but it sucks, right? And I'm only a peon on the sets, right? Like if you're a director and you've you've taken, if I worked three months for twenty hour days, this guy's put in a year and a half from beginning to end, working on the script and blah 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 to end to edit to release, all this like two and a half years, three years of of his life was put into this movie, and then it gets aired for one day. First hour it's out or whatever, two hours, some the first group sees it and it gives it a review and goes, This movie fucking blows. Right? And that's it. And you're just like it just it fucking deflates you. I'm right? sure it does. So and, and think of how many games come out and they don't all that you don't even hear of. Right? right. And and that's just it. And that's why I think a lot of the independent gamers, even though it's a, it's a comparison, right? If you're working on a small little eight bit pixel game it might have taken two guys six months to do it, okay, instead of a hundred guys a year to do a, a big AAA title. It all it's all in scale with each other. Yet they put their blood, sweat, and tears into a into a game, 
And then people are like, ah, it's fucking too much. 20 bucks, fuck them. DC, DLC is $50, fuck them. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just, it's outrageous what right, they ask but, but for, you, what you're right, expecting. You see, how, you see how this is, though. It's, it, the, the, level, the level of games that we have now are, are very, very severe. Like, it's a very intense thing. You're, you're, you're gonna, they're, they're, what do you call them? What are they, what's the proper term? They call them like super titles, like the, the, the AAA titles, right? There's gonna be like maybe two or three a year. That's right. it. Right. And the rest are these other games that come out and they fall into the cracks. And I don't mean like into the cracks that's bad, but like, you know, this demographic of people like to play that kind of game. This kind of game come out, we're gonna play that kind of game. Maybe it's a good multiplayer game that we can play and a bunch of guys can play. And you don't play it every day, but it's a good game to kind of just play with with a bunch of friends. You know, there's these games that are constantly coming out. These AAA titles are killing people, right? You, the amount of time spent on trying to make this title the, the, the gem that the developers wanted to make, it's very high. It's, it's a very stressful position. And we, as the gamer, shit on them immediately when it comes right. out. Right. right. The first thing you say is this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Now, I defend them to a certain point. But my point is, is if I tell you I'm going to make a pen, OK, I'm going to make a pen. We're going to come up with a pen this year. Right. And then I get the pen and I go like this and I press the button to put the pen out and it doesn't come out. And then when I go to write, it doesn't write. And then when I when I when I put it back in my pocket, it leaks. Like <laughs> if you told me you were going to make a pen, pen, if you told me you were going to make a pen and you can't even do that. Then my question is, what did you do for the last four years? If you right. can't even do the basics of what you were supposed to do, that's the kind of stuff that that's infuriates. That's the market we should be in. We right? should be in pens. <laughs> but but you see what I'm saying? It's, that's the most basic example. But like that's how games are. They're very complex. So I, I'm thinking that I think that the developing teams are either going to have to have um, like a, a like an independent type game that they come out with during the year to help them fund like their other game right you know i think that, that that would be something that they would start to do or like you say they're going to divide up the games you know because That's once again scary man i, 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 would, scary. I, I would hate it they they divided the games up like that Listen, That's the man, whole reason i brought up that story anyway well but you but you understand that no matter what game comes out it's 60 dollars, right yeah it's not well, it's technically not, it's like it's 120 not, it's 120 well, no come on well no i'm just saying like the technically most games are 60 bucks now right yeah like now my thing is this, the Street Fighter Ultimate Edition 5 or 6 or 10, whatever's coming out, right? They're, they're blowing it up. Everyone's supposed to be all excited about it. Like, I played Street Fighter when I was 10, okay? 10, okay? I get the game. I understand it, okay? It's not like it's something new. Right. Just because you do some kind of revamped on super-duper graphics and make it look really awesome... It's still fucking Street Fighter. And you it's, got TNA in it now. Right? You got TNA. I, I don't care. I don't care. But this is a $60 game, and then Fallout 4 is a $60 game. So you can see, I, I'm sure at some point, they're going to try to make it where either the games are priced according to what kind of game they are, or they'll divide up the game, make it look like you're not paying more for it, but really you are, as, as you should, for some of these games. Right. Like some of these games are worth more than $60. Right. Especially if they work. Okay? If the game works the way it's supposed to, I think I think uh, a thank you's in order. I think thank you for making this amazing game. Thank you for almost getting a divorce. Thank you for missing the child for your your child's your, your second child's birth. Thank you for doing what you do 
to make me happy for 40 hours. Right. Like people just don't get what goes into it. Yeah. Right. And listen, I love gaming. I love it. I love it. And I think the more the more that we push out and say that, yeah, fucking make intergalactic wars with fucking multiplayer. Tell them, yeah, I'll fucking buy it. I'll fucking buy it. Just just to give them the money to make another one, like to get better at it. Like right. this is our this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to fund the hobby that we're passionate about right. in order for the crazy people to come out with an even crazier game or to better the game that they already made. Well, right. I look I, at I look at gaming as a hobby, right? Some people like boating, some people like fixing cars, and they spend hundreds and thousands of dollars fixing their car up or hundreds of thousands of dollars of collecting trains or collecting toys. I spend hundreds and thousands, thousands of dollars years, on yes. you know, gaming. on gaming. So, I mean, that's just what it is. A hobby is expensive. It just so happens now that because of Twitch, a lot of people's hobbies they make money on, right? Listen, man, it, this is America. If you can find a way to make a dime doing whatever you love to do, God bless the country. Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely. If you don't like it, turn the channel. If you don't like it, change the website. It's completely fine. It's good to have these venues. It's good to have these talks. It's good to have these things because the information is out there immediately. Right. I know a game sucks the day it comes out. Absolutely. Okay. I know the game sucks the day it comes out. And, and you this can is why, too if you and watch this is, And this is why there's no returning video games. <laughs> that is why you cannot return a video game. Right. Because right. you should know. That's why especially you can't get your money back point, when you go to a movie theater usually. Right. Well, actually, actually, you're up until the first hour. Right. You're up, up until the first hour. You're right. You can't get... eat the whole sandwich and then go, the sandwich sucked. Right. right. Exactly. Exactly. But this is but this is what I'm talking about. I can I listen be, be, between uh you know what's what's his name um what's his, what's Joe Joe um Angry Joe Angry Joe between Angry Joe and the 15 other guys that the day the, the weeks prior to the game release because they get the game first they tell you here's the game here's what you do here's how I feel about it and here's how look here here's the game I'm be playing. educated and make your own right. decision. Right. Be educated. Make your own decision. That's why games can't be returned because right. it's the number one. I get why they don't can't be returned because the guy who missed the second childbirth and and or or, or couldn't make it to his aunt's uh, funeral because he was too busy coding the game for you. Right. And you know, meanwhile, also at the end of the credits paid. Right. At the end of the credits, it says thanks you know, for all that. But people don't like skip. Right. They just they don't care. Yeah. No one no one gives the respects. To, very few. I shouldn't say nobody. Because I stay at the end of the credits of all movies because I respect those people, right? That and I might know somebody that actually worked in the film. Uh, so I feel the same way about credits. Once I beat a game, I sit and watch the credits because that's at least as that's, yeah, that's the least amount <laughs> I can do to say thank you to the person that actually created the game. You know what they should have? You know what they should have when the game comes out? After the game comes out, they do a bunch of reviews. And for, if, if it's one of those AAA titles that went off the fucking charts, right? That that you thought was the most awesome game ever. Right, I think there should be a little spot instead of being crowdfunding. It should be like a crowd tipping thing for them. Like you just going like, ah, well, yeah, you deserve. I'm gonna tip you an extra money for that game. That game was fucking awesome. I think like just, that. I think you, you know just came up with a great concept right there. You know, and then you could just tip them. Like, what do you think about this game for this year? And and how much was the how much were the guys tipped in the back end? You know, like we just throw some money at them. And then and listen, it's it's not that they're gonna you know put it out, divide it up amongst the 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 hundred couple hundred people there, but they should take the tip money and throw a party. Right. Or like they right. take a day off of work and they go to Disney, or they just they take the large sum of money they have and do whatever they want with it. But like as a thank you, as an actual thank you and by the way the $60 that you paid is not the thank you for those of you that are going to comment on this the $60 you paid is is the four years that they spent 
working. Right, no, no, right. I, when I go to dinner, I have a, a, a $30 steak. I still got to tip the waiter for bringing it out to me. Well, you're, tip, no, you're tipping the waiter because the waiter actually is working there. No, 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 <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. They're, you're paying for the meal, and you're tipping the person because that's the way they make their living, right? I mean, they're doing yes. a service to you. They're right. bringing your food out. Otherwise, it could be like, fuck you, go get it yourself. <laughs> right, so basically basically the $60 is the, is the payment to the man, and the tip is goes towards the thanks very much for making that fucking right. game. Right, All right, so the next one, real quick, um, they're, they're bringing, uh, I think this is a great, great thing. Rocket League's new focus is on esports. I think this is great. Okay, so I would like to do an actual tournament, okay? I don't know how I'm going to do this. Maybe somebody can help me with this. Uh, I would like to do a charity event for a, a foundation that's here locally in Orlando, okay? They're called the Russell Home, okay? They deal with atypical children. Well, Rocket League is a, is a perfect game to have a bunch of streamers come together, have a tournament like we did back in the old days. Remember when people used to come over to the house and we used to do tournaments in the different games? NBA Jam all day. Right? And this game is perfect for charity events and esports and stuff like that. Uh, so much fun. Think about it. You could do like two-on-two, three-on-three, even four-on-four teams, and you can raise money, and we can give it to a, a good foundation. So the only reason I'm bringing this story up is because it's eSports, and it's a great game to do. If you are a streamer out there, or a YouTube person, or anybody that makes content online, please contact me, because I would love your help to raise money for a foundation that goes to atypical children, they're called the Russell Home Foundation. Um, I would love to do an event for them and raise money and go to them and go, here's a check. Do this and build. They're looking to build a facility because where they keep these kids um, and, and grown uh, young adults that, that can't function in a normal life, they, the house needs to be fixed. It's a very beat up house. So anyone out there, leave in the comment section below. If you know anybody that would love to be a part of this and, and help me put this together, because uh, I'm a big fan of Rocket League and I'm a big fan of this uh, organization. So, all right, we're going to go into Destiny real quick, okay? The fifth time for the 15 minutes of fame. Here we go. <laughs> okay, so Destiny uh, laid out their <laughs> their future, okay? Did they? Was or, it a picture of a dog with a gun in its hand? No, no. Um, so, basically, they said... All right, we're coming out with a. Uh, hold on one second. Let me let me bring this up. I don't want I don't want to uh, say something I you know that's not factual. I want mm -hmm. I want to make sure. Mm -hmm. So they did the weekly update last Thursday. Actually, they may have a new one tonight. It is Thursday, and of course the internet's not working right now. Let me see, Bungie, Bungie. Bungie, come on now. Anyway, they said that they're coming out with a update later this year in 2016, and Destiny 2 will not see a sequel until 2017. Okay? One part of me is fine with it because... Well, like I don't I understand. What do, you, what do you mean it won't be shown until 2017? Destiny, That's... Destiny 2 will not come... It was supposed to come out supposedly... This year. September 2007. It was never officially uh, right. said... But it was supposed to come out in September 2016. Okay. I don't think they're ready to release another Destiny game. I'll be going to be honest with you. I don't think they're ready. Well, they... So you're saying, so you're saying this, this year we will not see a Destiny game. Is that what you're telling me? You're not going to see a sequel. You will see... 
like what they're doing now with the Sparrow League racing and maybe one major expansion. They say it's the biggest that you've that they've done so far, which technically they've done nothing since the Taken King. It says the biggest one since Taken King. Well, they've done nothing since the Taken King. They did the the lo- the Lost the Lights, Lights of the Lost, whatever the, for Halloween. They did the Sparrow League racing. Now they did the Crimson event. They they really haven't shown much of anything. So I know this is good because I said it from the very beginning. When you come out like Assassin's Creed and you're like, oh, here's Assassin's Creed 1, here's Assassin's Creed 2, here's Assassin's Creed 3, and they keep dropping in quality, okay? They, they've taken they've taken what they're supposed to do and slow down. They've done like Mass Effect, right? Mass Effect came out in 2007, 2010, 2012, okay? So they, they've slowed the roll down a little bit where, okay, so here's the actual, let me bring it up now. I got it. I got it up on. Got it up there. This is from uh, February 11th. Okay, it says week. This week's Bungie Crimson doubles the uh, full swing, and uh, you know, I wasn't too happy with the the Crimson. I wasn't a, wasn't a big fan of it. Um, beyond that, the team is focused on delivering a large expansion later this year, a full uh, and I, it's cut off a full Destiny sequel in 2017. As work wraps up in the weeks ahead, there'll be more details about the spring content. Okay, as well as more information about the bigger projects in the months that follow. So I personally think this is good for Destiny. Okay, they got the new guy CEO. They just got the new head writer that was with um, uh, Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Okay, he came over to to Bungie. So they're like, look, it's, it's, it's going to take him. It's going to take him six months just to put together what what their guys are right. to put a story together. Right. So. So basically, I think this is good for Destiny, right? They're they're going to do stuff very well and piece it together nicely and then give us the content. I don't even care about the expansion later this year. I really don't. I'm basically I'm done with Destiny, which is okay. I still love Destiny. I'm looking at it as like a Mass Effect game. Mass Effect 1, Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3. It's Mass time Effect for something it's time for something else. So just stop, right? I'm not telling you to stop. If you like to play the game, play the game, grind away. It's good. It's it's good to old fun. But don't be mad that they're like, oh, there's no content coming out for it. There's no content. I want more. Yeah. Well, it's not it's not an MMO. Your your game is up. That's it. So their time so maybe this is what they're doing, right? They're they're holding back. They're saying, look, let's just do it this year like this. Let's just eat eat it, right? Let's have the haters hate us. Let them have it Twitter it out and do whatever else they want to do. But when we're ready to come out with Destiny 2, we're coming out swinging, right? We're going to be coming out with this massive game, and they're going to have content for it in the future, right? So they won't blow their load all in one. Like, every three months, we're coming out with something. They should just be main once game, again, once main again, game, expansion six months to eight months later. Yeah. Once again, everyone understands that Destiny is the greatest save of all time. Oh, they're, they're Bungie, the, the greatest Bungie is good at what they do. The Bungie, Bungie and Activision is, saved that game from oblivion. Is the greatest save of all time. Right. Well, also what they're doing, which I think is pretty cool, and this new weekly update. I, I haven't read it, but I do know of what what, what they're doing. Basically, they're building um, they're building a Twitch studio in house. Okay, which is fantastic, and. This is why I think they're doing this. Okay, I know what they're going to say here, but I think, and I, I've said it before, that they're doing this because they are pushing the 
PvP. Okay, I said it on the Raiders Roundtable. I've said it on Generation X Gaming. They're pushing the PvP, and they're going to make it an eSports event. Well, why not have their own studio in-house so they can have a weekly or monthly competition, and they can announce it and have the guys sit down in the studio and play and do a whole bunch of stuff. I yep. believe that's what they're going to do. Okay, I'll agree. I'll agree with that. I've said it from the beginning. Maybe I'm the guy with the the, the you know the tinfoil hat. Tinfoil hat. Okay, but I've said it from the beginning. And I'll stick by what I say. Okay, they've pushed the crimson doubles. Point makes more of my point. Okay, it was very competitive. It wasn't my cup of tea, uh, but I'm not a really big PvP player. But it was really competitive. It was like Trials of Osiris type competitiveness. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I feel that that's the way they're going. I think they're gonna go uh, that direction. And and while while Destiny in between the the lulls of Destiny, they're gonna push esports. Man, watch it on Twitch. Here it is. You know, uh, triple wreck versus blah blah blah. You did know? you watch? Did you watch the Halo esports? I ha- I did not. I did not. You should watch it. You okay. should watch it. But basically, that's that's what that's what they're gonna do. Um, shows business. This is a thriving, healthy relationship and community. Some of the moments of community team have been live on Twitch. We've put prices on some heads in the Crucible, taking the ride through destinations and the world builder creations. So they're going to build a whole studio. You're going to follow the people that create the worlds. So when they go, hey, this is what I had in mind. So they're all doing it in-house now. I think it's I think it's a, a good... I think, like I said, I think they're taking a step back. They're looking at what their game is. They're looking at... They're taking the hate. They're taking the hate. And they're going to fix it. The, they're going to fix it, right? And they're going to come out swinging. And then this time next year... We'll see. This we'll time see. next year... You're gonna be like, oh, Bungie, and, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the devil's advocate here, and I'm gonna tell you that uh, my opinion is because they know they succeeded in pulling off the biggest biggest ruse of all time and making that much money with it, that there's no reason to fix something that's not broken. They'll just do it again. Right. They'll just repeat the same formula and have everybody do the same thing and be caught in some kind of commercial hype that shows me some kind of awesome game that it's supposed to be, and it never quite reaches what I think it's supposed to be. Right. Because they they. They that I'm 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 just I'm being devil's advocate. I I think that they will repeat the same thing a second time because it it oh, worked yeah. the first time. They're that's what I'm saying though. They'll, they'll they're stepping back, taking heat. But after this, they shouldn't come out with a game every year. They shouldn't do that. I I know there's a ten year plan that they said they had. Okay, if they come out with a game once every it's three not, years. Once again, once I think the word years? the words are skewed on that. I don't think it's a ten year plan. I think it's a contract for ten years. No, no, that's what I'm saying. A ten year plan. Meaning if they come out with two games over that 10 years, it's still a 10-year plan. Right. Right. It's not saying I'm coming out with a game every year right. uh, for 10 years. We're not doing Assassin's Creed method here. They just have a 10-year plan, meaning, hey, year one is this, going into year two. Year three, maybe we release Destiny 2, right? right. Then we go into Destiny 2.0 or you know 2.5 or whatever. And then year six, they come out with Destiny 3. You know, that's what I'm saying. I don't think there's going to be... One, two, three, four, five. I think that's what they're doing. I think they're really just trying to hone in on making a good, longer experience gameplay. And man, I hate to say it, but they might do what H one Z one's doing. You know what I'm saying? They, the, my example. They very might. Possible. They might it's give. They might give the first eight missions and then PvP and then oh, by the way, here comes the next expansion, like they did with Taken King. Here's an extra forty dollars. Here's the next part of the game. I mean, they've already done it, so what, why won't they do it again? You've paid it once, you've paid it twice, you know, and people are still going to buy it. It's the seventh most played game on Twitch. So, I don't know. I think 
Uh, and also the Iron Banner's coming back. So if you guys like the Iron Banner, I love... That's my only PvP I play. Iron Banana. I like the Iron Banner because light matters. Uh, Skill-based, I, I just like it. I just love the Iron Banner, and I always grind it. One character, I don't do three anymore. Just don't have the time for it. Right. So, yeah, so that's that's happening there. Now, the last story I really want to bring up is really just about Twitch. All right, Twitch uh, TV, or Twitch.tv... Uh, Twitch, they they have the where is their year in review? Follow official blog. There it is. Okay, so they just announced TwitchCon. Okay, actually, I think I'm gonna go this year. I'm gonna try September 30th to October 2nd. It's in San Diego, California. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, that's one thing that that's uh, they announced. They just said that today. Now, here is a thing. These, these are the stats. I really wanted to talk about these stats because this, I find, uh, is, is amazing. So this is a look back at 2015 on Twitch. Okay, now, why isn't this opening? What the hell? Why isn't this opening? Technical difficulties on top of technical difficulties. Yeah, apparently. Let me, oh, here it is. Retrospect. Okay, so this is this is pretty cool. I don't know if you can see this. Are you watching the stream? No, no. Okay, let me uh, let me see if I can share screens with you. I didn't think you were running it on there because we. I don't know if it's uh, if you're going to be able to see it or not. Did I just screw it up? Yeah. Okay can't show it to you maybe you can see it can you see it on the on the screen i say welcome home okay so basically uh one twitch played okay and it says how many people uh thanks for the twitch community together in 2015 the year gathered uh in real life uh twitchcon esports continued an incredible rise twitch in- uh, infrastructure reached a new parts of the global collective which watched more than 459,000 years worth of video okay <laughs> Almost 500,000 years in time watching video. Okay. Twitch watched. I don't even know what that is. And what is that? That's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine zeros. Quadrillion. Quadrillion. Total men streamed. Okay. That's 550,000. No, aver- trillion. I think it's trillion. Trillion. It's okay. 550,000 average concurrent viewers on Twitch at all times. Okay. Monthly minutes watched per viewer 421.6 minutes. Okay, YouTube, 291. That's double. Okay, almost double what yeah, YouTube so get, is. So what that really means is get ready for all the ads to come over to Twitch. Okay, Twitch worldwide, it shows you, like, who, where the big, where the big, Canada's big, United States, Brazil, United Kingdom, France, Germany, Poland, Sweden, Russia, and Taiwan. Those are the major uh, places that watch Twitch. Okay, here, I don't know if I can actually do anything on here. Okay, Twitch under the hood. Uh, peak concurrent viewers at the, the most that it did was 2 million, almost 21, one, almost 2.1 million concurrent viewers at one time were on, on it. Peak concurrent broadcaster, the number one broadcaster this year brought in 35,000 in one broadcast. So that's that's a life charity event that happened. Uh. Our family of pop, point of servers, location, some of the big additions in 2015. Now Twitch servers on five continents in these cities. So there you go. 
They've they've put servers across the whole the whole the whole place. Uh, and here's the top ten games. So the top ten games. Number one game overall was League of Legends. Two was Counter Strike. Three was Dota two. Four was Hearthstone. Five was Minecraft. Six was H one Z one. Seven was Destiny. Eight is that World of Tanks. Mm-hmm. Uh, nine is World of Warcraft, and ten FIFA 2015. So these are the top games of 2015. Uh, launch days on Twitch. Uh, Destiny: The Taken King. Sneak peek: Destiny: The Taken King revealed that Bungie prepared gamers for the highly anticipated expansion. Uh, became one of the top five games watched on Twitch for two months and crushed download records. Uh, Fallout 4 immediately took the spot into the top five most watched games. Uh, constantly been in the top charts ever since. Uh, Rocket League uh, vaulted from 165th place in spot to top five on Twitch and had over 5 million copies downloaded because of Twitch. So, see, Twitch can make or break games now because yep. of people. Yep. Um, and then where you can watch. Twitch, right? You can watch it on Amazon, Fire TV, Chromecast, Apple, PlayStation, Android, Nvidia, Xbox, Roku. Uh, they're all over the place. And then the mobile spotlight uh, saw a continued rise of mobile viewers, broadcasters on Twitch. Uh, that's one million mobile installs this year. Uh, web is fifty six percent, mobile's thirty five percent. I thought that would be a little bit higher, actually. Seven uh, percent of the people watched on console, and then two on others. What's others? I guess that would be like Roku and stuff like that. I guess, yeah. Uh, fastest growing mobile game is Val Valglory. Or, yeah, Vainglory. And uh, eSports are live here. Uh, we had the uh, ESL1 CSGO, which uh, brought in a shit ton of people. Did they say how many people it brought in? Let me see. Uh, League of Legends. No, it doesn't say BlizzCon. So they're... It's just awesome. What a great place, man. I, I'm loving Twitch and tw- more and more every time I stream. Uh, who is on? Who is Twitch? 2.1 million peak monthly broadcasters. Okay, 2 million broadcasters. You know when I started, uh, I think there were less than 50,000, I believe. Uh, and there's 13,000, almost uh, 13,500 partners now. Uh there's nine trillion total messages sent in 2000, right? Nine trillion. Yep. That's seventeen thousand messages per minute. And then the the most emote used is uh, is Kappa. Kappa is used the most. And then you have the other ones. And Salt is used the nineteenth most. Uh, three point eight million Kappa emotes sent during our Joy Painting Marathon with uh with uh, Bob Ross. Mm. <laughs> So that's pretty cool. Uh, 17.4 million raised in uh, 55 different charities in, in 2015. That's awesome. Um, so there's a lot of different charity events. Uh, Twitch is in games now. H1Z1 has a Twitch outfit. Rocket League has put them in there. Xbox Avatar has them. Uh, and then TwitchCon was a huge success, and it's going to be bigger this year. So... 1.9 million people watch TwitchCon l- online. So, I'm thinking yep. what a what a great what a great year Twitch had and I hope they have a better year. You would assume they get like a 5% increase. It, it'll get better. It always does get better. That's the way it's supposed to be. So, that'll do it basically for our show. Um we appreciate you guys watching this uh this uh recorded edition 
of Generation X Gaming. We will be live once my computer comes back to life. Um, it might not be next Thursday. Uh, stay tuned. Please follow me on 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter so you know when I go live. I stream Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays uh, pretty much all the time unless I'm out of town. Uh, and then I do random streams on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. You can watch this show every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, this is Generation X Gaming. And you can also watch me on another broadcast on Say No to Rage's channel. Uh, if you haven't followed him yet, or Webski or Guardian Outpost, follow all those guys. We do another podcast called the Rages Roundtable. We're having some big, big guys come on the show in the future. I don't want to announce who it is just yet, but uh, if you like Destiny, you'll like our guests. So make sure you guys hit that follow button, like, share, and subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate you guys uh, coming out. And, uh, and, and hitting that and sharing as much as you can uh, from us to you. Thank you very much, and have a nice night. Take care, guys. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.